Hey, it was good, what's good, what's good. Welcome to Reflections of a DJ, the road podcast presented by DJ City and Beat Source. I am one of your hosts, DJ Crooked. We got DJ Never here. Yo, yo, what up? We got DJ D Mile. What's good, what's good? We got Jamie the Great. Yeah. What's good, fellas? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Good. How y'all doing? Uh, fresh from the Lovers and Friends Festival? Yes. Yes, that was a vibe. Loved it. Jealous. Never you missed I'm out. I'm jealous, man. Yeah, man. I missed out too. Shit. I felt bad y'all wasn't there, man. Oh damn! I was kind of <laughs> sad. I didn't see the clips. It even made me more mad. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Man. For those of y'all, fuck those, these guys. Yeah. For those, <laughs> for those of y'all who don't know, Lovers and Friends was like a throwback festival for like '90s and 2000s acts. Everything yeah. from like Ashanti, Ja Rule, Lauren Sierra, Hill. TLC, Jodeci, Jodeci, Keep Sweat, Sweat. Yeah, SWV, Keep Sweat. SWV, Maya, Maya, oh, Maya, 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 Man. Um, next, next. Oh, I shit. mean, the list I goes on. No, I didn't even know next was there. Damn, yeah. Mace, Mace was there. Camera, Mace. wait, Mace was there. Yeah, yeah. Charles. Wow. I think the, the I Mace did one song. His um, sound system was kind of fucked up. Oh, okay. So the, the thing was, it's you know, it's fucking like May in Las Vegas. Yeah, it was like a hundred degrees. So yeah. the festival was on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. And I feel like Saturday was like super hot, maybe like 100 to 105 degrees. Yeah. yeah. And people were just like dying. Yeah. Because man. I wasn't there Saturday, but we, we DJed on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So um, Selection was curating the DJ sets in between uh, each acts on the stages. Yeah. And they just needed DJ. So they hit Maddie Salazar. Maddie hit me up. Shout mm-hmm. to Maddie Salazar. Yeah. Shout to Andreas at Selection. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they were just, they wanted me to put together a group of DJs. I got D. Yeah. Um, I, I had to work that. You had day. to work. Yeah. Jamie was out of town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I got uh, P. Dot and I got Bonix, mm-hmm. who was Khalifa's DJ, who just moved to Vegas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we went there and it was, shit was a vibe. But it, it was, was it was definitely hot. Like when we got there, it was like, it was tough. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was hot that day because I did yeah. the pool. It was like fucking 100 plus. Yeah, because like the doors open at 12 p.m. And that's like height of like 12 p.m. to 3 p.m. is like the height of the heat, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like point. if it was 100 degrees, it was at least 110 on the festival ground. Yeah, because like, the concrete, right? Yeah, man. That concrete can never reflect no, in the sun. There was no like tents or nothing for people. That's where they were leaving and shit. Bro, they had like, like full on like buses set up just so you can go inside and get fresh AC. Yeah, which was insane. Like they, had, they had like yeah. a line of buses, like people and people were like waiting in line just to go, just to AC. go inside yeah, to man. these buses to get AC, bro. That's how hot it was. It was crazy. The crazy thing is, like, we were, I was looking at that walking by, like it's crazy to stand on line for AC, <laughs> but we had a trailer with AC, so we yeah. we were like lucky. spoiled. <laughs> no, no, because I was like, oh, that's crazy. Like mm-hmm. you guys yeah. going in? You like looking at the windows, like damn, look at these. Men. And then we, <laughs> we had damn, cold, we had cold waters. We had uh, ice towels. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it was living. It was <laughs> cool. It was yeah, the trailer man. life, and it's like we saw like different motherfuckers walking by backstage. It was dope. Yeah, man. man. Yeah, but man. um, yeah, man, it was it was a vibe, and we just got to play like you know '90s and 2000s R and B and mm-hmm. '80s R and B, and it was it was dope. It was yeah, just man. like we all rotated. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, when we got to watch the acts, yeah. like Amory, oh mm-hmm. my god, like Amory, like it's a shame that Amory was like so early. She was like yeah. an early act, maybe like 12.30, 12.45. Uh-huh. So like everyone's kind of just walking in. Oh, man. 
But man, like she was Crooked was showing me videos and I was like, yo, she has not aged one bit, bro. Like nah, nah. physically, like her face, like her movement, like she looks like her she's still 19, too. 20 years old. She Crazy. sounded good. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, and she was dancing good. She looked good. Yeah. She was like, I saw her like rehearsing backstage, like her moves and shit. And yeah. I was like, damn. She man. still got it. <laughs> I always it's said L, she man. was the original Beyonce. Beyonce. Like yeah. stole her steez. Oh, you think so? I think so. Yeah. And you mean she, her look? She, I mean her style, her her sound. Just I, I was gonna say the sound. Oh, you because of you Rich put, Harris. You yeah. put me yeah. on for the sound. Yep. Yeah. Wait, wait. I never thought of that. He, he did. He did crazy. He did all her. No, he did all A V songs. Yeah. He did the first album. The first album. Yeah. Right. And then he did Crazy in Love. Yeah. And then wait, wait. When um one thing when did that come out? It came out before. One thing Crazy was on her second album. No, but Ooh. did that come out? No, it came out after. It came Crazy out after Crazy in Love. I don't know yeah. if she he stole her sound. She, well, uh, Beyonce it, stole. I feel like didn't she put out? Amory put out one thing like she rushed it out because supposedly it was no, it Beyonce. definitely leaked. Oh, one uh-huh. thing leaked right because I yeah. got bootlegs. Yeah. We got that shit on bootleg in New York exactly really yeah, early before it officially came out. But that's a good question. I yeah. I, I feel like she stole. I don't Amory's think. Style. I don't think one thing. Came out before Crazy in Love. Oh no! One thing came out 05. 05. No, no, it came out after Crazy. Yeah, in Love. Crazy in Love. Crazy in yeah. Love came out in 03. Yeah, but the, the the Crazy Love sound was already established, and then J Lo. When did the J Lo get right? Get right came out before even A Marie. One thing. I think you're right. Yeah, it came, came out, out 04. 04. Yeah, yeah, I don't think I think that's you know you know what I, I, when you said that Beyonce took uh, A Marie style. Yeah. I will say you that know, Beyonce and Amory have maybe the best legs. Yes. Yeah, that, in that R&B. Whole, I see that whole look, man. I, you I think like the fringe, like, like the fringe dresses with like the shaking the, the, and the dancing. I don't and know, the, like, man. The, the short, the, mid, the, the short, um, the um, Daisy the Duke shorts, yeah. the high heels. Come on, man. You think? Look at Crazy in Love video and look at Amory. Um, her, why don't, her, why don't like, we fall, why in love? fall in love? Come on. Uh, and you, they t- they think it's about tough, it, man. That's that's I've never heard that before, but I kind of I kind of get what you're saying yeah. saying right now. Same, man. Yeah. Uh, get right by J Lo came out January third of of '05, and then one thing came out January fifteenth of '05. So like a week, a week. Or did two Rich Harrison ago. produce uh, one? Uh, he did, did both. right. Yeah, okay. of course. That's just like that's damn. So he was on fire. He was on time. fire. Don't forget that, that was originally a Usher song. Was get, it? Get right. Yeah. yeah, he wrote it. I didn't know that. I got it. Mm-hmm. No way. Wait, can you play it? I never heard that. Really? You serious? No, I didn't know. I that. had it on bootleg. Hold on, let me see. Yo, that's crazy. I've never heard this. I hate to say this. <laughs> Jesus but, Christ. J Lo was better. But J Lo ate Usher up. Yo, I got maybe, maybe that's why they never released Rich Harrison it. did Usher a favor. But wait, wait, was that like around the time when Usher was just like in a little weird era? It was right after Confessions. Right. It was after so, Yeah. It was like a weird period. Oh, right? so that was after that was after Yeah came out. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, he was in a weird space. He was, he was trying, in a weird he was dropping a lot but, of But like, this is yeah. like eight oh four. I feel like this is part of this might have I think if this was to be on confessions, but they didn't put it on there. Mm. Good thing. And then they gave it <laughs> they gave it to J Lo. He actually sounds like he's struggling 
He wasn't sing, even really like, singing, right? He wasn't. He wasn't flowing on that. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. I. I think I remember hearing that though. Rich I Harrison did him a favor. Yeah. Somebody did him a favor. You know what? If that, that was out. a better, I would have remembered it though. Yeah. I know I heard that before. Yeah. But if it was a better, if he, if if Usher ate like uh, J Lo, mm-hmm. I would have remembered that shit. Yeah. Damn. I, that, that worked out. That's one of the few <laughs> times where J Lo just ate fucking Usher up. That's yo. crazy. Crazy. Her voice even sounds better on that. It does. Yeah. yeah. Who wait? Who wrote the the J Lo version? It says that uh, Usher did and James Brown and uh, Rich Harrison. I know it's Rich Harrison. Yeah, definitely. So you think? So they took the they took the Usher melody, mm-hmm. changed it up a little bit. Yeah. So Rich Harrison pretty much. Uh, he rearranged he, it. He yeah. he wrote he wrote the lyrics and shit yeah. maybe. Because J Lo wasn't writing this. Mm. She didn't write it. Damn man. <laughs> Damn, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. How fucking what happened to Rich Harrison, man? That was one of your favorite producers. Right? Was was one thing his last big hit? <sighs> I think so. That's the that's the last I think I so, man. Him. Yeah. But he yo, he made some shit for Beyonce though. Yeah. No, he for that for that one album. Mm-hmm. He made uh, album. Dangerously in Love? No, 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 no. For the um B Day, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was B Day. Yeah, B Day. Yeah, Let me find that Beyonce song, but we gotta give Rich Harrison props. Yeah, we gotta give him his yeah. props. His fucking like I forgot that he did uh Destiny's Child, um I Need a Soldier. We no way. I did not know that. He did Soldier Jesus. with T.I. and Lil Wayne. huge record for Oh, that him. was him? Yep. I forgot he did that. Remember he did Usher, true. Confessions, Take Your Hand. That was big in the club. Mm-hmm. Maybe not oh, in the yeah, West Coast, hand, but in yeah. New York. That mm-hmm. was big. Probably, yeah, in the East Coast. Okay, right, one thing. So I, I found something on Twitter while I'm looking at up. Someone played the Amory one thing, right? Uh-huh. And they were like, so he was saying, uh, Amory drops her debut album, All I Have, in 2002. Her sole producer is uh, Rich Harrison. He did the whole album, like we said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right? He gives her signature sound vocals, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, first single, Why Don't We Fall In Love? And then Talking To Me, she does very well. People love her. Beyonce is the fan. She tracks Rich Harrison down. He gives her crazy in love. Uses the same formula he used for Amory. Same swing style, vocally and visually. It becomes the lead single for Dangerously in Love. Stays on the charts 27 weeks. 2005 comes along. Amory drops her sophomore album, Touch. Lead single is one thing, which bears a striking resemblance to Crazy in Love. It's Amory trying to reclaim a sound that was hers in the first place, but B has already hit the stratosphere. So one thing peaks at number eight, stays on the charts for 20 weeks. The album is incredible. It's 100 times better than all I have. But at that point, folks have moved on. Am I comparing Amory to Bay? Absolutely not. Bay did what she had to do, but Amory's career suffered because of it. So if you weren't watching videos, it's plausible to confuse one thing as a Bay song. Uh, listen to Crazy in Love, a picture Amory. Do the same thing for JLo's Get Right and for Tony Braxton's Take This Ring Off. Rich was handing out Amory sound like hors d'oeuvres. I don't need, he, then he says, I don't need the, the hive coming after me. I love B. I'm a fan. She was always destined for greatness. I'm just letting you know that all of this absolutely happened. Yeah. It's true, yeah. though. I told you. And you got to think, remember the first Beyonce song from um, the Austin Power soundtrack? Yeah. With the Neptunes? That song flopped. That didn't even hit. That didn't even crack Check the top on 100. Yeah. But that was, I mean... Oh, it's with uh, Slim Thug. Yeah. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. The other one. Um, not check on it. Her first single, first oh, solo oh. single. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that, that was big. That was. Kinda... That wasn't big. That Wait, was I don't. Fun. I don't remember this song. See? I don't know what song you're talking. You about. see? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was bad. Oh, remember that? She had the afro and yeah. the and all that. Yeah. That song flopped. Yeah, this one, right? Yeah. This was a flop, though? It, it was. It yeah. was. Huh? a flop, yeah. How you doing, honey, baby? You know 
this isn't a soundtrack, Nev. But this is her debut single. It's true, as a solo, right? Yeah. I didn't realize that. You're right. Yeah, yeah man. I thought her first song was crazy. Right. Right. Yeah. See? Right. If it was a hit, you wouldn't know. Wow, it. so she really did steal the Amory song. Oh, she probably right? had to after this, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. What's the name of this, Kirk? Holy shit. Where you? Brother's gonna work it out. She was like that, right? Yeah. You, have you heard this? I remember it, but I never... I well, Jamie, have you heard this before? Nah. And I used to love that movie, too, but... Wow. I mean, it was an Austin Powers soundtrack. I'm not Doesn't matter, man. This is a single. But you also got to know, one of the biggest Destiny's Child song was on a fucking Charlie's Angels soundtrack. Yeah. And that Independent was Independent exactly. Woman. Yeah. Yep. So she was kind of, they were like, yo, we got Beyonce on an Austin Powers song. This is going to be it's huge. Be big. It's going to be big. Nope. And it wasn't. We, you know, we had Destiny's Child with the independent yeah, woman. Got, now we're going to have Beyonce. Yeah. Produced by the Neptunes, who right. was hot at the time. Yeah. Killing it. And I remember the album cover was nice. I think yeah. it was, maybe it was only import, though. It was just an import, yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, but it was nice. So you think her, her management went back to the lab and was like, this is a flop. We got to do something. Well, she doesn't yeah, have a sound, catapult. right? Right. She doesn't yeah, have exactly, a sound. Yeah. We got to do something to catapult her Damn. career it to fell follow to, this up. It failed to make the U.S. Billboard Heart 100. Yeah. See? Damn, Damn bro. bro. It's, I feel like one of these days on Twitter, they're going to play this shit, and then they're going to be like, remember this song? And this shit was the vibe <laughs> and everything. Like, But like, yo, like I remember hearing this, and I, I would try to play it early in the night. Mm -hmm. and it but it, never, just, it just never hit, nah, yo. Nope. That's crazy. Like, Because when you think of the Destiny's Child early sound, right? Mm -hmm. It's very Dark Child, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ronnie Jerkins. Absolutely. So, yeah. so, so like when you have Beyonce, Rich Harrison really shaped her whole shit. Started it off. That kind of, and, and if you think about it, the Rich Harrison sound mm -hmm. is like a modern day Tina Turner. Yes. And and, and that kind of like stayed with like Beyonce. Slightly rock. Slightly like Hard pops. drums. Yeah. Right. Yeah. These hard aggressive drums. Yeah. These, these samples and the horns. Yeah. You know? How big was this? How big was Crazy in Love that no one even remembers this? Because right? if, if sure. never didn't say anything, I would have never even, this wouldn't even been on my radar. But the thing is, like, this was kind of like, I don't think, I mean, was it seen? I didn't see it as a flop. It was just like, I, yo, it didn't, it didn't. It was mid. It didn't register. It, didn't <laughs> cross it, seemed, over. it seemed like it got rushed out, too, because it says recorded March 2002, and it, and it released June 2002. That's not a rush. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's like, normal. Yeah, that's, a, that's a three month rush. I think I don't know because Crazy in Love was recorded '04, and I mean uh, a year before it says '02, and then we got released '03 or some shit like that. Yeah, I think I think the thing is like back in the day, it, it, the song was probably all done, mm -hmm. and everything is done. The recording process doesn't take that long. Yeah. I, I think it's just like putting everything in packaging and doing, and then like printing out the CDs, like all that shit take took a bunch of time. Mm -hmm. yeah. The rollout, yeah. yeah, yeah. But nah, I mean, fuck, I mean. Yo, I, I I didn't think of that A. Marie connection. I, really? You never thought of that? Dude, you're such a Rich Harrison fan that I'm like, I would have. I did. You used to watch documentaries of this guy that you told me about. Like, I, I would, didn't. I I, I, I would knew think, the connection. I didn't think it affected her career. I didn't because I didn't. and and also I was such a Rich Harrison fan. I was just like, oh, Rich Harrison's killing it. But I didn't realize that was an A. Marie sound. So he took that uh -huh. and just kind of like made it like a, like what's the word? Like a um. Like an assembly line, almost like yeah. he just took like what she had, the, what worked, and like, applied it. Applied it to Beyonce. The honest, the honest question is this though: uh -huh. If A. Marie did, if A. Marie did "Crazy in Love," would it be as a big of a song? I think so. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Think oh, so. it's kind of hard. Cause uh, Jay Z, bro. I know, but it's I that, think it's that, it's that, 
the relationship. There shit. was a there was a time where I don't know, man. I mean, I don't think so. I think it's the perfect. But I think it was so early in Beyonce's career. It was, she didn't have the star power like that. Like she had the Destiny's Child star power. People were Destiny Child was big already. So yeah. People were, she people just, were questioning she just, if she could hold her own as a solo artist. But she just came out with the. She was just in the Austin Powers movies. <laughs> and then, according to this, people might have even had doubt even more. I don't know after this bro. song. You know what I'm saying? Like. I think A. Marie was popping. I think A. Marie would have made that song big. Crazy I think so too. I don't man. know, so, bro. I don't know. Like, yeah, obviously, like and, you said, the Jay Z cosign helps. You know and, what I mean? I mean, why couldn't she have Jay Z on it though? If she exactly. had, but the thing was, hold on, hold on. The thing was Beyonce <laughs> that was That wouldn't have happened. That wouldn't have happened. The thing was why Jay Z. So wait, there was O three Bonnie and Clyde, right? Yeah, yeah. So that was the first record with Jay and Beyonce, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. So there was already already this mystique that they were dating or together. Yeah. Well, she came out the H to the Izzo video. Right, true, and then, and then when Crazy in Love comes out, it becomes this like, oh, they're back it's again, mm-hmm. yeah. and then you know Beyonce's first single, the choreography. I think, mm-hmm. I think it has a lot to do. Yeah, with the, the relationship thing. Yeah, and honestly, yeah, I think it would have been a different song with A. Marie singing because her vocals are very different from Beyonce mm-hmm. to me. Yeah, but, but do you you don't think it would have been as big of a hit? I think it still no. would have been big. I, don't know, I think it would have been. A big hit. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. But with Jay-Z, cra- Jay-Z but, made that song bigger than... But here's the crazy thing. If she had an album that had Crazy in Love, Get Right, and One, one Thing... thing. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yo. That's an album. That's a hell of an album. That would have been crazy. Yeah. Like, if, if Rich Harrison... You know what I'm saying? And Amory can dance. Say, yeah. She's easy, she got the legs. easy got on the, the she eyes, got the looks. Man. You know she what I mean? the looks. <laughs> I would have loved to see I love it. I love A Marie, but there was always this thing about her the, her the strength of her voice though. Yeah. Oh no, she don't have she don't have the vocal range that Beyonce. I mean, come has. on, Beyonce's not the greatest. She's not, but voice, I think she has the greatest voice as well. But easy, Nev, easy. I know. I don't Allegedly. Wanna, I don't want to get the beehives. <laughs> I want to get the beehives pissed off. I gotta come with my man. <laughs> so they say, right, Nev? Uh, <laughs> but yo, I mean, A Marie, like, she looked great. She yeah. she was performing amazing. And I loved how like seriously she took it, and mm. she was like, and she had a terrible time slot, and she she still went out there, Made the best of it, and like she she put a hundred ten percent. Yo, it was it was dope to see her. Mm-hmm. Maya was amazing. Yeah. Oh, Maya looked amazing. Maya looks amazing. great. Oh, like she's still, whatever whatever her regimen like, is, what, she has not aged a bit. No. Oh, she's so everyone insane. looked amazing. Yeah. Keith Sweat looked amazing. Yeah. Dude like was he, swole. Keith bro. was like 60. 60. <laughs> he looked good. His hairline's yeah. still intact. Man. He looked good. <laughs> That's good to him, man. Appreciate Trina looked good. Trina looked good. Yeah. SWV looked good. Mm-hmm. I think that was my and favorite. And sounded great. I think SWV was my favorite. SWV. Bro. How about Jodeci? How they look, man? They, I mean, <laughs> keep it real, man. You, I mean, we can't win them all, man. <laughs> uh, what's his name? Uh, you mean, know, Jodeci, Jodeci looked weathered. You know what I'm saying? Yo, Casey and JoJo. (laughs) Like, like I mean, they all been through a lot, man. Like they just stayed in the oven a little too long. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) A little too. Like, 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 like life. Life just cooked them a little too long. Like, you know, made them a little extra crispy. You know what I'm saying? It was that. Janelle Monae came out. She was, she just kind of like came out and was just ad libbing, right? Janelle Monae and Tweet yeah. came out. You know who Tweet looked amazing? Mm-hmm. I, I miss Tweet. Set. Yeah, I haven't, haven't heard about Tweet in years. But bro. I would have loved to see yeah. Tweet. Mm-hmm. It was just like it was like I didn't. Uh, oh man, like it didn't really hit me that I was standing there listening to all of these. You artists. were like on stage too. Yeah, yeah, but one twelve too. I say yes. I mean, one twelve was dope. Yeah, but it's like one twelve is different now because it's just slim. 
I'm about to say it wasn't all for them, right? No, nah, it's just like these weird motherfuckers and and slim. And then, but the weird motherfuckers are acting like they're the original. I'm like, yeah, I ain't the. Yeah, you look. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it real. If I saw the original one twelve, I would not recognize them. Even I, even back in the days, they just look like regular I, I recognize dudes. some of their yeah. faces. Yeah, I think there's like maybe two of them or two or three of them. Only one I recognize is Slim. Slim, but he I, ain't he ain't that Slim no more. But like, yeah. <laughs> But he sounded good. Uh-huh. He sounded good. Yeah. Like, yo, everyone just looked and yeah. sounded great. I think I loved That's how dope, man. I loved how uh, serious SWV took it. Like from their outfits to their hair to their like no reference tracks. It was all original mm. vocal. They were doing their own ad libs, their hooks. I mean, dancing, crowd interaction. Man, they they were like the complete package with the show. I heard Sierra Love put that. in a good good performance as well. So yeah, a lot I, of music I didn't. That. We didn't check out the big stage at all. Nah. I missed the whole. I missed man. the whole Usher little. Oh little shit! Johnson. This was in the big stage. This, this, no, they were in like the the B side. There's, oh, like, shit. there's like three stages. Yeah. Oh wow! The main stage has like these like like the bigger artists like Sierra would have been up there. Jaro and Ashanti. Uh-huh. I think Nelly. Lloyd was there on the early side. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then there's these two. There's these two small stages. Uh huh. And the smaller stages were like next one twelve. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Acon, Nina Sky, Kalis. Yeah, Khalees. Oh, okay. Yeah, Khalees had a but. You know who had like a lot of followers? Cassie. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, and I was talking, man. We were talking because yeah. I'm like, yo, Cassie got maybe two songs. Maybe. Yeah, I'm about to say, <laughs> like one and a half songs. Me and yeah. you, and what's the other one? Long way to go. Long way to go. Yeah, that's all. No, they're the one. Uh, Is it you? Yeah, man. And then I was like, yo, she she was like, she had a huge crowd, yo. Wow. I was just like, I was like, is that because of lifestyle? Is that because of Instagram? Social media. It has to be. It could be, man. And then I was wondering, I'm like, yo, she got a good time slot. Amory got like 1230, right? Oh, <laughs> right when the doors, like- doors open at 12. <laughs> yeah. You know, and yeah. you on at 1230, mm-hmm. right? Cassie had like seven. Cassie had like seven, like damn near prime time. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> we was bugging. We was like, wait a minute. How so is I'm that like, possible? Are they doing it by social media followers? Maybe. It could be that. Because Cassie is like, I mean, on Instagram, every every girl wants to be like her or is in love with her. Yeah, and dudes is just is just the ultimate eye candy. So they might have been just booking her off of that because, like you said, I can only think about two, maybe three songs in my head that are like Cassie records, right? Like, what else is she singing? And what were the slots? Like thirty minutes at least, right? Like thirty minutes. Everyone had twenty to thirty minutes. Yeah. So like, I, I couldn't figure it out. I was just like, wait, what, Cassie? I don't get that. Like, I get like you know SWV, Keep Sweat, like them got them acts, but. They got catalogs for days, but Cassie has literally maybe one or two, yeah. maybe at most three records. That's crazy. The, the crazy That's shit is like uh, like SWV, like all the 90s acts, mm-hmm. they sound like damn near the same as the records or better. Yeah. Oh, because when okay. SWV dropped, You're Always On My Mind, I was blown away at how good they sounded. Wow. Man. It was like they, the SWV sound better live. Did Week, bro? <laughs> oh, Everybody was thinking that joint. Man. Crazy. Keith Sweat killed yeah. it. I was like, oof. Yeah. And he came out yeah. with the uh, the chick from Cut Close to oh, do the, yeah. the woman's verse. Uh-huh. On, um, you sure that's her? You assuming nobody? A, well, he did nobody. Yeah, nobody. Yeah. nobody. That was her, right? The chick from Cut Close. I think she. Yeah, she was. I but, can't think of her name. But she was also doing the vocals on "Make It Last Forever." Yeah, and everything. You you swear that's her, but I, I don't know if that's I, her. I, I could be completely wrong, but I think that was her. I'm sorry. I'm like, yo, that was Keith Sweat's group. Like he was writing and doing everything for them. So I'm imagining he probably kept him in the loop in some way. So there's another tour with like the the Pretty Rickies and the B2Ks and uh, the right? Millennium Tour. That's the Millennium Tour. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay. Because I was, honestly, I was wondering why certain acts weren't there. Like 3LW? Like, like, oh, man. <laughs> like, I was like, <laughs> I was telling Crook, I was like, yo, Keisha Cole would have killed that. No, but I think she was booked somewhere else. Yeah, like Faith Evans. I think you know she, what I'm saying. I like, think she was maybe booked, booked somewhere else. else. But yeah, like pretty Ricky. I mean, like, you can't get everyone, right? And plus, they probably want to do a next year also, so they probably want to like mix it up a bit. Yeah. Well, I, the the original uh, lineup was way different than the one that came out. The original uh, lineup, oh, really? the 2020 lineup, it was Janae Aiko, Summer Walker, Meg Thee Stallion, Nelly, Sean Paul. Uh, yeah, Saweetie on there. You have a lot of the same acts, but so a little, lot, a lot more. But that was like a, it was more, more. It was like more current. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but then you know that got canceled because of COVID. But this the the second lineup, the one that you guys saw. I think this one was smarter. Yeah, way yeah. smarter. I think the other one is. I think it. I don't. I don't know if you need all that new music or those new performers yeah. and yeah. shit. Yeah. Then it becomes like a fucking Rolling Loud or something. Yeah, yeah. Especially who did, if it has Sweetie and like Meg The Stallion and Summer shit. Walker. Who do you guys think stole the show? Oh man. Damn man. I'm sure the Usher show must have been amazing. Yeah. Yeah, because he probably bought out Lil John and Ludacris, and they, they did. I mean, they all they came had, out. Nelly was on stage at the same. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I heard DJ Cricket stole the show. No, <laughs> <laughs> I heard he had a viral moment, my guy. You want to talk about it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was my best best segue of this podcast ever. <laughs> I know yeah. that was actually pretty good. I'm not, I'm not mad at that. That was pretty good. So I heard you stole the I show. Was like, I was waiting for an artist. Like, yeah. who stole the show? <laughs> I heard DJ no, it was like It was me and Bonix, and we were like on them. Like, he would do like he would do one set in between the show. And you guys had like 15, 20 minutes sets? Uh-huh. Like 15, 20 minutes, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. But it's it's crazy because the heat was fucking with my computer, mm-hmm. and it was fucking with his later. And the heat like fucked up Little Kim's DJ's computer. Oh, and they fucked up Mace's DJ's computer. <sighs> oh, so it's just what I'm telling you, and like uh, P dot was on sticks. Yeah, and yeah, that's the way to go. We Life were talking move, sticks. I, that's you, I, I heard doing. you just saw Record Box for the first time, right? I, like how it officially worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit is dope. I'm like, damn. Yeah, I showed him. I was we we're a best friend, and I was like, look, and I showed I'm, him. I'm curious for you to do it mm-hmm. to to use Record Box. Yeah. Um, shout to Serato though. We love you, Serato. <laughs> but I'm curious for you to use Record Box mm-hmm. and to tell me if it feels like playing vinyl. I would definitely use it, man. No, well, but I'm you, saying, but let me know if it feels like playing vinyl, because you're searching. Oh, okay. And then you pick a you pick a record, uh-huh. and it's it's just a different feeling. And, and yeah. he he saw it on the 2000 CDJs. He didn't see it on the 3000s, which is a way more yeah. Game 3000 yeah. is crazy. You can, you can organize it by BPM. A That's, genre I heard about that. Yeah. yeah, you yeah, could yeah. touch it's, the screen. And yeah, you could I showed you phone. on the scroll. But exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. The three thousand would have been way yeah. different. Yeah, when we got there, Crooked was like, "Yo, don't even worry about bringing your laptop. Like, just just come." So like, I got there, and P dot was on sticks, and I was like, "Yo, like, can you you mind if I like get on your sticks? Because this this heat is like ridiculous. There's no way no. I'm gonna break out yeah. my yeah. easy pause. Easy pause. <laughs> go ahead, booty man. <laughs> hey man, you mind if I get on your sticks? <laughs> Let me jump on there. <laughs> Let me hop on real quick. <laughs> so I get on, I get on his. J- jump uh, on and jump off. <laughs> <laughs> so then, well, honestly, that was like probably the most fun I had, just going through those records like that. Yeah, yeah. Like it did feel it's like far, digging for right? vinyl. Yeah, and yeah. it's like you, you just constantly stay engaged. And I like that. And it made me reevaluate if I want to buy a new laptop, to be honest with you. Sticks, man. I've been telling you. Yeah. Two weeks now. <laughs> it was yeah, dope, I don't, man. I don't, I don't know about the new laptop shit right now. Yeah. I, I, it's, it doesn't seem... 
it seems dated for some reason. Yeah, yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, literally the stage. I think was it the we were on the bling stage at first. No offense, never. I know you just bought. I know a I just bought one. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I've been using it in the sun. And it's been working really good. Good review, really yeah. yeah. So it's approved by Nev. We we know if Nev's leading the charge on getting the new MacBooks, <laughs> it might be a little dated now. Just to, oh, man. <laughs> that's fucked up. You know what, Nev? It looks pretty cool. Hey y'all, got my that's, new laptop. That's <laughs> Wow. You know, he's, he cooking is just hating. That's why I am hating. <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna lie. Like when he brought it in, it was like the new Ferrari. We're like, whoa! Like, <laughs> you, pull, we're like, eh. you pull up in the Buick, like, yo, check it out, fellas. Twenty twenty two. Y'all wish I had this, right? <laughs> I keep them clean. Let me, let me know if y'all youngins yo, want to ride. Yo, yo, y'all wanna, y'all wanna <laughs> yeah, I was out in the heat. No problems. Time to. Sit. <laughs> Time to step your shit up. <laughs> no, I do want the M1. I do want it too. I want it too. But I want the I want the second generation. I don't want the first. Uh, yeah. I'm like yeah. always scared to get the first generation of anything. But yeah. um. But now, yeah, man, that heat was it was brutal, it was bad. bro. To but, the point where even yeah. the CDJs was like touching the CDJs was getting hot, man. But yeah, those oh, sticks. Sure. I mean, you was right on the sun. Yeah. Yeah. It was brutal. They they put me and Bonix to the side. <laughs> yeah. <man>. <laughs> <laughs> we were off to the side. You guys were in the shade. But it was fun, man. Just just literally just scrolling through music. Yeah. Just yeah. felt good. It just mm-hmm. felt good going through music. Like, okay, I could play this. Boom. Load it up. Test it out. Drop it. Like it was a cool experience just to, from like typing. You know what I mean? Just yeah, yeah. And focusing so much energy on the laptop when you had a crowd in front of you. So it honestly made me pay attention to the crowd a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. I've I noticed that too when I was on sticks for a little bit. Yeah. And you also like listening to the song a little bit more. Mm-hmm. It sounds mm-hmm. better too. I don't know if it sounds better. Yeah, but yeah. It was cool. But yeah, and it I was mean, all ear work. You know, mm-hmm. it was not. It wasn't visual. Like I was like literally just paying attention to my yeah, ear, scratching you're not, off my ear. You're not looking at the waves and shit exactly. like to like mix in either. Yeah. yeah. It's 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 a better experience. I want to try it next time. I yeah. do like a day pool or whatever. But yeah, I mean, what happened? I, so when I was doing my set, the crowd was so hot. So it's like even and they're when, just waiting for the artist too. Well, the thing is, like, I'm DJing and I'm I'm playing the music and they mm-hmm. they vibe. Some people are vibing, but you could tell some people are just so hot. And yeah. They're like, Ugh. but here comes the the, the haymaker. But what then, you say? Well, I said like you, you made you, a mistake, right? You didn't realize, or uh, you knew. You, no, I've what done you that saying, before. I've done it before with the Michael Jackson. Like, oh. yeah, yeah. So like I, I, I said, if you love Michael Jackson, go. Oh, what? And then they're like, because <laughs> that's a Prince thing. It's a Prince thing, yeah. <laughs> and they were like, oh, and I was like, say, they were like, say, oh, and they were, oh, but like, <laughs> I did it because so that came from I saw the Prince show in Madison Square Garden, mm-hmm. and during during the end of his show. He hates performing like Kiss, um, and all his hits. He hates like the the regular hits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he he does like a medley at the end of his show, Ooh. Mm-hmm. just to like get it out the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when he was doing the medley, he was doing that to the crowd work at S- MSG. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So he was like, let me hear you go, oh, uh, and they went, oh, uh, <laughs> and he was like, let me hear you say, oh, uh, and they were like, oh, uh, and like you know Sheila E's over there going like, ding, 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 like doing shit. Yeah. So I was like, yo, I'm gonna do that at like a party. So I would do Prince sets, you know, in New York in the 2000s. And I would be like, if it was popping, if they were going off, I'd be like, let me hear you go, oh, what? And they'd be like, oh, what? <laughs> and then, but that was the time when we were having fun and just fucking around. I'd be like, let me hear you go, oh, 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 old school. They'd be like, oh, 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 old school. Like, it's you know, like fun. old ass shit, right? Yeah. So we would do that shit. Mm-hmm. But that's why I did that with, uh, at the fucking, um, <laughs> at the festival. At the festival. 
Now Stone Rock. Of course, of course, of course. That's the Bonics. That's the time Bonics records me and shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then whatever. But it was I was trying to be funny and like lighthearted. It was because cool. everyone was so like hot mm-hmm. and like. Yeah. Fatigue I don't and know. Yeah, and you can see it in their faces too when you're on stage. You can see like a lot of people are trying to be engaged, but a lot of people are like, "Man, it's fucking hot." I'm yeah, it's for, hot. I'm waiting for this next act to perform. Like, but it, it, the, the 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 tough shit is is that it was like the height of the sun coming out, and then like mm-hmm. around four or five, the clouds started coming through, and it, yeah, went, it was way better, man. Mm-hmm. But yo, there were people leaving because it was so hot. Yeah, there was no shade. They were telling, and then they was taking forever to grab a drink. It took like an hour to get get a drink and shit like that. I will say the food and the and the drinks like. It kind of sucked over there, yeah. lovers and friends. Like I've been to some festivals, yeah, and like they have like local, like you yeah. know, food trucks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They have like local restaurants and all of that shit. Yeah, like they just had like regular like carnival food. Like I don't know yeah. how to explain. Like, yeah, almost like know? amusement park food or yeah, something. Yeah, right? like, like just like really like bad. <laughs> really they they didn't have no f- no fuku <laughs> fuku burger. Hell no. Uh, I know. Day in Day in Vegas uh, actually has a lot of local and best friend does a, 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 a tent over there. Yeah, Day in Vegas. Is, but Day in Vegas is different. Man. But Day in Vegas is a vibe. Like it's the I, same. Yeah, it's the same. Uh, no, I mean grounds. the food. Yeah, but the food is like a vibe. Yeah, it's more of a. Yeah, it's def- I feel like it's more of a festival than Lovers and Friends was. Well, no, Lovers and Friends is a festival. I just don't. I think the. I think everything was dope. Mm-hmm. I think maybe two things. Maybe like more. Um, like more shades, more tents. Yeah. For the crowds, and then also like just improve the food because the food was but, just. Like and it was that. it was more in the desert, right? Then no, it was like right in downtown. Oh, okay. It's right there by uh, by Sahara. Yeah, right on that corner. Oh, that corner, right. oh okay. yeah. So there was like more. All right, all right. So there was more concrete. Mm-hmm. So and I think D was saying that the the concrete made it even hotter. Yeah, man, it was just bouncing like the reflection from the sun in the concrete. You, it was easily one ten, one fifteen on the ground floor. Yeah, yeah. Because if there's grass and like dirt, it actually soaks up the yeah. heat a little bit, so mm-hmm. it's not as hot. But it was fucking yeah. Yeah, the, well, that's I mean, room for improvement. Hopefully, like they come back next. That was year. the first one. That was yeah. the first one. Like they could definitely improve on the on the drinks, the food. Maybe like the food trucks have local vendors, like Crooked said. Like it'll continue to get better, man. But it's it was so good. Like the performances yeah. are so good. They I made it worthwhile. I didn't, I didn't even see one whack performance nah. really. Well, I'll go next year though. I'll yeah, be there. For I'm sure. definitely down to go. Yeah. Whether we working or not, it's definitely yeah. like oh, one hundred percent. I want to say I wouldn't even yo keep. I wouldn't even mind seeing the Keith same Sweat set again, again. Yeah. <laughs> for real. Yo, when I when I was there, I had an interesting conversation with a friend. I ain't gonna blow a spot up mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. But is it, I wanted to ask you all about this conversation. Yeah. What's that? It was about, <laughs> so he's been, he, we were talking about dating and shit, like he's been dating and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then we were talking about like dating in Vegas and whatnot. And he was telling me about this thing he does. So he has this whole strategy on dating in Vegas. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So he introduces himself to like women saying he has a girlfriend. So he tells them he has a girlfriend Uh and, you know, he kind of connects with them and whatnot. And if they still want to, you know, hook up or whatever, you know, they're kind of like opening the door to becoming a side chick. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So and the thing is, he doesn't have a girlfriend. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have one. But he says this. So the girl openly becomes a side chick. Wow. So he doesn't. So that so you know if if a girl is like knows you have a yeah if and you you're knows you have off a girl limits, if you're off limits right she's like I want what I can't have but there's like a chemistry yeah he says number one it's it's already a guarantee that y'all are gonna like 
smash, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because why would y'all, right? Why would she stick around at that Why point? would she stick, why would she even yeah. push forward? Keep, keep going. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Try to make something happen. And if she wants to smash, she's already admitting to be like, I'm a side chick, right? Mm-hmm. I, I'm willing to be that for you. I'm willing to be that, right? Yeah. yeah. Also admitting to the fact that I can't have you mm-hmm. and I'm okay with that. Yeah. And that at certain times when we're together, you're going to have to leave or, you know, you're not going to be there for my birthday or you're not going to be there for holidays because you're going to be with your girl. No right. Valentine's Day for her. So the, so, <laughs> so he's he has like three to four side chicks that he sees. But they're his main chicks in a sense. But he has this imaginary girlfriend that he has to pretend <laughs> Jesus right. Christ. exists. Uh-huh. So, you know, when they go to his crib, he still has pictures. He'll have a picture of his ex from like three, four years ago. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just pretend like they're still together. Mm-hmm. And then, like, he'll, he'll show them pictures of them or whatever. But this is, he, this girl, they're not together no more. Yeah. So, this is a very, very interesting psyche here. You I'm, get I'm, it, right? I'm, I'm imagining how this is going to play out, right? Like, so I'm imagining, like, if I were to, if I'm this guy, yeah, and I meet a, a young lady and she's like, oh, yo, what's up, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I have a girlfriend. I got pictures of her in my phone. I'm showing her pictures of me and my girl in my phone. We take yeah. trips, and we continue to engage. And the but, fact but, that she's yeah. still around, so and you she's meet cool at, with yeah. it. So you meet at dinner, yeah, and then y'all hang out throughout the night. Y'all yeah. take shots, yeah, and maybe y'all dance together. Yeah, there's there's already a sexual tension. Yeah, sexual tension, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. there's there's a connection. Yeah, but there's this thing in the way of the girl, <laughs> right? So it's kind of like you get. All the fruits of just sleeping around. Yeah. But, you know, but you're not seen as like an asshole or a liar. Right. And you have or, a built, you constantly have a built in ex- escape route. Right. Like, oh shit, my girl's calling. Let me hit you back. Or That sounds like too much fucking work. But maybe not. But it, <laughs> see, <laughs> right, right here. Wait, wait. Let me also add this. Let me also. <laughs> never. Wait, is that wait. too much work? It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Wait, no. Never anything's a lot of work for you. Okay. <laughs> Going on a date with a girl is a lot of work. Like, yo, like, so like, this is the genius part of it. Yeah. He's a little older. All right. Yeah. Mid 40s, okay. early mid 40s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for him to be dating a 24, 26 year old, right? It seems a little shallow, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So, if, but if that was like if he was single and he's dating a twenty-four or five-year-old, right? right? It seems shallow, right? But if the twenty-four or five-year-old is a side chick, it doesn't seem that way. Does it that almost, make sense? It because it's like I've got he's he's on his grown man because the girl looks at him like he's got his grown man shit and right. I'm his I'm his getaway, right? Right. Because, because otherwise he would be seen as imma- he would be seen as immature. Right? Like, why is this? Why are you dating? Why are you dating year old? women half your age? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like you, you come across really immature. That's for the that. Gen- that was the genius part of it. Is that why are you like, why are you in your 40s taking a 20 year old seriously? Yeah, right. That's already kind of like lame and is desperate. Yeah, but because you have a girlfriend, quote unquote, now it's like I'm just. You know what I mean? Yeah. But what's the difference? I don't see the big difference. He can be like, nah, he's single. But he's putting on this whole persona that he has. He's in a relationship already. But I think the psyche behind it. <laughs> is this some is shit? That, no, this is, this is what I'm thinking. The psyche behind it is that if he prefaces 
of situation that he has a girlfriend, it will never really materialize into anything serious unless he wants it to be that. Because if it starts to go good, then all of a sudden he can say, you know what, things aren't really going well with me and my girl. Mm. How do you feel about maybe us mm. kind of like seeing where this goes? Mm. You know so you're going to live with this life, right? Mm. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But it's genius, right? It's genius because you control. He constantly you, controls you control, the narrative. You control the direction of where this goes. Yeah. And the thing I is mean, if, you can still kind of do it if you're just dating around. No. Exactly. No, Jay, no. Because I'm, they I'm, I'm like, yo, if you don't want to be with somebody, you're dating around, you're dating few people. But I guess the game to make him believe that, I get that. It's pretty crazy that it works. But you, I'm just like, it's too okay. much work to no, like. It's different. I have a yo, movie. My I have girl. A, like, I, actually yo, have a, like, I have a movie reference. Do you ever remember that movie, Delivers from Eva? Yeah. 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 Hello, Cool J. Yeah. And then he was. I never inter- watched that. He was interested in. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's a black. It's a yeah, black it's a movie. movie. He was interested. I've watched yeah, black yeah. movies. <laughs> it's a bad movie. He was interested in Gabriel Union's character, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So when he first meets he her, like when he first meets her, he's like, "Oh, you're beautiful. You remind me of my girlfriend." And she's fucked up because she's interested in him, and but not knowing that he's not single, right? So there creates this like intrigue. And then the next time he meets her, he's like, "Oh, me and my girl were having issues." Blah blah blah. And then so like it opens the door for her and him to kind of like. Pursue something, but that's you know different I mean? though. Wait, he he no, tells her he, the he second plans. time he the second time he saw her, he told told her, "Yeah, me and my girl." No, no. Yeah. Can I tell you something? Women love to be, the, look, they love to be empowered, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they love to be the chick that pulls you away from your girl. <laughs> Do you know what I'm well, saying? Yeah, the one, like yeah. I'm so fly, and we are like, are the sex is so good, mm-hmm. and you know, it's so crazy, right? Mm-hmm. That you are gonna cheat on your girl, mm-hmm. and it's something you we can't even help because it's like chemistry. It's like you know we're meant to be. It's meant to be. It's still runaway story. Yeah, yeah. The, the the thing is, is like you're getting all the things. Like if you, you were just dating a girl, they would have like how come I you know meet your parents. There would be all these things that come in, right? Yeah. When are you gonna invite me to your friends? You don't take me around. You don't take me out. Why are we going this? What are we doing this weekend? There's all these things. You don't text me. I miss you every day. Good morning. You know, like you have to text shorties. Good morning. Like, good morning. How was your? How was work? You know, if you're not, you make it that. sound like that's way more harder than having three girls. Like, yeah, but three girls that you never hit up ever, and then it's only like, yo, what you doing tonight? Like nothing. Like, yo, my girl's out of town. You want to come over? Yeah. That boom. That's it. That's the only thing you have to do. <laughs> and you gotta maybe put into perspective where this hey, dude, guy, where know. this person is in their life too. No, I got no, no. I'm, I am. I'm definitely. If that's what you're dating. You're dating a fuck. That's cool. And but, she's she's like it's taboo for her, right? Yeah. It's like it's sexy. It's like it's it's mystery. It's yeah. It's well, it's, it's, it's it's just like yo, like I'm you know I'm pulling him away from his girl. Yeah. And then it's like there's an empowerment with that. Like and my shit is hot. Yeah, I get it. It, it feels dangerous. It feels wrong. Like she's sneaking but around. So right. Like, but so, but it's so right when we together. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's just genius what he did. Like I yeah. thought it was. So like Jamie, like if for the sake of the conversation, if you were a single man yeah. and you an older woman approached you and she was like, Look, I got a situation, but I really I really enjoy spending time with you. Like let's get together oh, you maybe. Would love it. Yeah, because like, I'm like, eat, like you know what I mean? I know my time is limited, but I'll just hit you up on the fly. Let's see if we okay, can. But, and, yeah, but, and you would be gassed up. You would be gassed up. Is she, is she lying though? Is she telling the truth, right? And here's the thing, wait, wait, here's the thing. If you see a picture, if she shows you a picture of her husband and he's a fly as like like six Muscular foot five dude. dude, but she wants you. you? 
you're gonna be gassed up. Of course, yeah. so you're gonna be like, oh shit, and, like, and that's happened before, and, and right? Yeah, and if yeah. you, and if but you, the, the, but the difference is that, that it was a real person; it wasn't a make believe. Yeah, in a real life situation. Exactly. Yes, the girl, I've been a side the girl dude doesn't to know right that it's make believe though. Yeah, exactly. I've been a side dude. Yeah, we all been side dudes here. Let's be honest here. But, but that's what I'm saying. It's like that's the genius of it, right? You don't. You guys don't get the genius of it. I mean, I I, I see where you're coming from. I just I'm like. Uh, I, I see uh, it, and I'm like, that's to even act on the, to even act it's, on it. It's and pretty even, crazy. To, well, yeah. let me give you props to exec- execute this shit. Give you props. That, that takes a lot of work. It's a lot of. Moving I don't around. think it's that much work. This sounds like a plot of a movie. Yeah, it, it would be a great. It would be a great romantic. <laughs> com. It would be a great <laughs> rom com. Love story. You know? <laughs> yeah, it would be a great rom com. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> like a different version of Good Luck Chuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're so stupid. We should, no, no. I would love to get this gentleman on a call. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> We'd have to like put a voice sensor or something. Yeah, yeah. Because his, vo- his voice is kind of recognizable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, mad, it's mad recognizable. <laughs> no, no. But yo, know, it's it's. I see, I see, I see, I see the the genius. It's a good maybe, move. Maybe I didn't sell it right in the beginning. No, no, I? no, no. You did. It just to me, I'm just like. It's too you got to keep up. You got to keep up with the lines. Yeah. Every time you see slide, this, see her, bro. you got to keep. Well, yeah, you got to keep. Coming up with more and more lies. Yeah, it's, like you have to be like, oh, how was Hawaii? Oh, Hawaii? Oh, you can't, oh, yeah, you can't yeah, fuck up. There. You gotta be like, oh, Yo, fam, shit. Yeah. Fam, like in a relationship now, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got social media, you have Instagram, mm-hmm. right? If she's on Twitter, even worse. Yeah. TikTok, I, I think. Right? Wait, look, TikTok, right? Then you got texting. I mean, there's so many forms of communicating and keeping up. And tabs, she's watching everything you're doing. You're watching everything she's doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like being in a relationship now, you know what I'm saying? It's like you have to be fully committed. It's a lot of work. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you're busy and if you don't want to put that much time into it, and you now you have like this excuse to just kind of be an asshole. Yeah. And you're not seen <laughs> as an asshole mm-hmm. because you have... You can blame it on your girl. Right. Like, I have to go because my girl. I, I'm sorry I didn't call so, you back. Wait, wait, I, listen. I, 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 I'm sorry I didn't call you back because your girl. I'm sorry I missed your birthday. Happy birthday. Two days later, I was with my girl. Everything is your girl, your girl. So you can be the biggest, most, like, unaccountable, uh, neglectful asshole mm-hmm. because you have this excuse of your girl. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You could like... <laughs> and... <laughs> that's why it's so much easier, like... You know, I mean, it's genius. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I know what you're saying. No, I'm about, to ask, I'm about to ask you. You think it's a, a generation thing? Like, he's dating 20-year-old girls. He's in his 40s. So you think these young girls are, can you get away with doing something like this with an so older, older one? No, no. So, so I think with the younger generation, uh-huh. everyone's cheating on everyone. Yeah, everyone's yeah. fucking around on each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, it seems weird to us. But now for the younger generation in their twenties, right? It's yeah. had like I think no it's matter. understood. Like yeah. it's literally understood if like I swear to God, like one of my homies was breaking it down. He was like, I was at a he works in a club, he has a girl, right? Mm-hmm. And then he like, you know, she sees he works in a club and all the girls around there and he she's just like, Yo, those those girls are hot. Yeah. Like they look fly. Mm-hmm. Like I can understand how Y'all have liquor around. Y'all fuck around and y'all fuck up, and maybe you make out with one and shit. It, like it's it's fucked up, but it's like it's a different generation where, mm-hmm. right? Am I am I wrong? There's like it's like just meeting people is just like so 
so much more accessible. Mm-hmm. Like you have dating apps, social media. Social media. Mm-hmm. It's just too much. Yeah. So it's just there's so many options mm-hmm. for anybody. You know and what I think, I'm saying? I think for the gentleman we're speaking on, I think it's even more um, realistic here in Vegas. I think with the expectations of dating, which is not very high. Yeah. Nightlife, liquor, like Crooked said, constantly being around certain circles. Small like, industry. Yeah, small industry. Everyone, you know what I mean? It's just, it's something that is very realistic to this city. So I can't really speak on maybe LA, New York, Miami, but Vegas, yeah, I can see it 100%. Like, wholeheartedly, I can see this happening. I can see it in LA. Yeah. Would you guys perform this genius execution of the side chick? I mean, before uh, we get into that, I kind (laughs) of want to, I want to also add from the woman's perspective who's mm -hmm. like doing this. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's dating other dudes. Yeah, no, no, exactly. for sure. Wait, wait, listen. Yeah, okay. she's sleeping around too. Yeah. Maybe these dudes are corny. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, you know, if you're in your 20s and you're dating 20 year olds, that shit is corny. Like these dudes are kind of corny. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like comparing some of these 20 year old dudes to like a 40 year old dude who has his own crib. He's settled in. He's got money. He's not really sweating these little things and like lying and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or even thirty. It's like a diff. It's like an escape. She's like, I don't gotta deal with these fuck boys. Like I can just hang with. Like this you know, dude knows how to take care of me. Your, yeah, you got your older vibes. Like we just hanging out. There's no pressure. I get to leave. Right. And I get I get to do Don't whatever I want. Yeah. You ain't you ain't asking what I'm doing afterwards. It's like a good trade off. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like. And in that in this trade off, that trade off is probably worth it for the woman. In that sense, right? Like, I don't have to deal with this BS. But, and, but, but then, and it's like maybe, say, <laughs> let's, say, let's say a year and a half passes by, right? Mm-hmm. Jesus. Fuck. And then maybe you're, maybe you're connecting with each other a little bit more. Then you can kind of pull the trigger once you've like, she's, y'all going to talk. She's going to tell you about her, what she, the guy she's dating, how this guy did this and did that. Did this. You get to know her and how she responds to shit. Okay. You know? I'm going to cut you off right here. Yeah. So he ever thought about if this was, was to happen. A guy's telling his girl for a year that he's have a he had a girlfriend. Yeah, he's he's cheating on her with her. All right, this girl gonna start to have feelings. You don't think she gonna start like doing some research? Yeah, to look to see if this girl exists or where is she? What she does? What this she's is kind of catfishing at. in a way too. Exactly. You never thought about that. <laughs> it's like I gotta find out. Who this, year, I gotta way. find out who this girl is. I gonna look online and she's like, I don't. How about if she find her online and notice that this girl is dating someone <laughs> she's else? Somebody else. <laughs> And she's married to someone. <laughs> you ever thought about that? Yeah. I don't know. I get where you're coming from. That's a great plan. Side, I will call it a side chick plan, but I just, it's too much work. I'm like, ah. No, I mean, well, okay, I'm but, just saying, I mean, if it's like, working for him, good for him. Yeah, yeah good for him. Look, this is obviously sick, all right? It's like no, some, no, I'm it, saying, yeah, no, I listen. don't say that quickly. Listen. Because you're calling a genius. It's kind of fucked up in I know, the head, yeah, bro. Man. There's a lot and of all, sick. Wait, wait. All, all respect to Mans, because I know who he is, but that's kind of, Ugh. No, no. I mean, it's sick. It's demented. It's like obviously toxic. It's fucked up. Don't be talking but, about, it's, <laughs> but it's also genius. You no, know what I'm saying? Like, if I was 26, <laughs> managed to do this, it, crazy. But now I'm like, it's too. Yeah, yeah but you, mind. Not, you couldn't pull this off, Jamie. You can't. You're like a nice dude. <laughs> no, yeah. You kind of have to. Yeah, little, little like you just trying to get fucked. I mean, you gotta, you gotta be able to look yourself in a mirror and be like, "You're a piece of shit today." Piece of shit, you know. Like, no, I could do that. But so you think I can I pull this off? Huh? Can Can you pull pull this off? Could I pull this? Yeah, I don't. Are you down to do it? No, I can't do that. Do you think I could do it? You're a nasty boy. Hold on. Let me ask the nasties of the nasties. What do you think, D Miles? 
<laughs> I think D could do it. I nah. think D can do it really well. Pause. D is like a horrible liar. Yeah. See, and that's it, the problem. And, and he's too honest of a no, guy. No, no. This is the problem with D. D is a horrible liar, and he's also like, I don't know, like, I think you'd feel the guilt. Yeah. You you feel the instant guilt after a while. I'd probably fold. You'd fuck it up. You're not that <laughs> slick, man. You're not that slick. I've seen yeah. you try to be slick, and you always fuck it up a yeah. little bit. Yeah. yeah. And like, I don't remember my lies. Yeah. <laughs> That wouldn't work out. <laughs> he's the kind of dude does, when he's caught in a lie, he gets extra mad. He he look like, you know when motherfucker, you could tell when they really lying when they get mad. I yeah. You know what? I don't I don't really appreciate the accusation. <laughs> <laughs> what about you last week? Where were you? <laughs> yeah, I can get real defensive. Yeah, you, yeah, can, you, and get, then, you get defensive. And then you're quick. like, wait, why are you getting mad about this? D? Yeah. No, I just don't like because I trust you and you don't trust me all of a sudden. Like, I, I want to leave right now. You're like, you met my mom. <laughs> You like, met my mom. This motherfucker's lying. Starts <laughs> pulling all the fucking. <laughs> never. Nah, I don't think. Never. I think you could do it. I don't think never. Do <laughs> I it. think I you th- could do it. Honestly, I think I could do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think. I think you could do it, but I don't think you'll do I would, it. I would not do it. But I, I don't think, think you'll I could do it. Away, but you I know, not. you know the thing. Never's is, easy. Never <laughs> has circumstances that are different from mine. No, no, no. His no. own crib, in the sense, like never. This out here. Never doesn't have to lie because never don't say nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like he just don't say nothing. Silence just, is dead. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He just don't say nothing. You have nothing. to think about it. Like <laughs> he'd be like, "So how was everything with you and your girl? It's cool. <laughs> it's cool. You know how? But just not talking you know, about it. I don't want to talk. Never's like the Bill Belichick." Oh. Yeah. <laughs> like so how was the game? It's good. It was good. But well, how was your, that how was your Christmas? Is, is so mysterious cool. though. It's a beautiful mystery. You got to think about never. it. Yeah. <laughs> I think I could do it. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I would not it. do it though. I wouldn't I, do that. I know you could do it. We all we, we, all, we all we all have big hearts here. He's thinking yeah. his his wheels are turning now. Like, <laughs> so oh, how shit, would I do it? do that. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. The whole trick though, I think the major trick though, is right? You got to have a fly ass, you have to be with a fly ass girl. Or your ex, or whatever girl right? you're mm-hmm. you. So when you show the picture, like, yo, it's my girl. But you have to she, be so confident like, wow, on the lie. She's, she's so beautiful, like, yeah. you know? And then she looks at you differently. She's like, oh. Oh, oh shit. Like, big yeah. dick or big money, which one? You know, like, it, it's just like <laughs> the wheels turn. Wasn't so this like, an episode of Seinfeld? When George had it? the picture of um the model? And he was showing it to, like, different girls. He was like, yeah, this is my own. Um, <laughs> oh no no my girlfriend died and this is like this. <laughs> I mean that would be the perfect scenario right <laughs> if and she was a model the picture was a model and then he showed it to the wrong girl it turned out to be the model <laughs> it turned out to be the model that he was showing the picture of he was like she was like that's me yeah. <laughs> he was like what? I mean that would be the perfect scenario if she died uh-huh. or she left the country right? yeah yeah that would yeah. be perfect yeah, yeah. Your wheels are turning right now. Yeah. I'm just saying. He's going to start looking for these pictures. Shit's going to be mad old. He's wearing like Rock Republic jeans and shit. What, what kind of jeans? Rock and Republic. Rock and Republic. What was the shit that motherfuckers used to wear? Yeah, Rock and Republic. Uh, Ed Hardy. Yeah, he used to wear those shits. Remember? Christian Hardy. Christian I never wore um, Ed Hardy. But what was the other? Christian RJ. Yeah. I never wore that, man. What was the one that people wear? Rock and Republic and the other yeah. one? It was Ed Hardy. Was Ed Hardy. Yeah. Rocking Republic, right? Uh, true, Republic. true religion. True religion. You have Lucky. I never had true religion. I never Lucky wore true You have Rocking Republic, though. I never. I had Rocking Republic. Don't lie. I, I bought them. a pair of Ed Hardy jeans, but I never wore them. Oh, you bought I had it. Rockin' Republic. I, I had seven jeans. You didn't have the jeans with the big flaps with the fucking true religion. The I horseshoe. Swear. The horseshoe. No, no fucking way. Nah. I didn't rock that. <laughs> nah. That's I had a you pair. had that. 
I would admit. I mean, I would admit if I had it. Yeah, I never. Are you wore that shit with like a button up? No, you're wild, man. It, it no? wasn't me. It wasn't you. I used no. to rock mine with the, like the tight thermal under with the t-shirt over the Jesus. thermal. Nasty. You wore like affliction t-shirts. Yeah. Ugh. I had all that shit. I never. I thank the Lord. I, I never, never wore a that trucker either. hat. Some I never chucks, did that. some chucks on. Thank you God, would do. You, I was dress, too you, young dress, for you dress like a fucking athlete. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You always say that. <laughs> dress like yes. you do. Dress like an athlete. You always say that. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, your style is like an athlete. Bro. Yeah. What is that exactly? It's like, just like they, they, just, they just hop on these trend, these weird trends. Yeah. But then they just like they just kind of like too muscular to pull it off. <laughs> they either like too tall or too muscular to pull the shit off. Yeah. So it doesn't like it doesn't like the the doesn't clothing drape doesn't well. drape as as yeah. it would. So they kind of look around like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like looking uncomfortable, but like, damn, I look cool. Like this is the new, this is the new routine with the with the Mary jeans, and you're just like, yo, the jeans are a little high on you. They're a little tight. Too wide in the bottom. Oh man, that was definitely it, me. It just don't fit as as right because it's, it's something's just wrong. That was definitely me. I had all, I had all the Ed Hardy tees, Jesus Christian Christ. Artigay shirts. <laughs> Thank God it wasn't that. Yo, did, didn't you wear Juicy? Or? Juicy. <laughs> Nah, did I? <laughs> I definitely had Rockin' Republics. I was rocking all that shit, man. Ugh. I know, it was a rough time. I'll be looking back at some old pictures like, damn. Let me see the pictures. Can you send it to us? Yeah. <laughs> so we can post it? I think my- uh, That might be the cover. I think my, <laughs> my, my, trading, my, I think my trading card, when I finally got one, I was rocking a, uh, a brown like Ed Hardy tee. With like a thermal under, like a little uh, cream thermal. What did you do with all oh that? Oh my god! Yo, Crook, you sure you know what you religion? Never. <laughs> I swear, I swear, you had a pair, man. Never. Never, I ain't gonna front when I the first time I, I met always Crooked, thought that shit was white. First time I met Crooked, he was rocking some um some oh. chinos like these hundreds from the hundreds. Yeah, some oh, great. Oh. They was kind of cool. He had a Gucci yeah. belt. We was we was wearing like Dior jeans around that time. Yeah, like Dior jeans and then like uh, the American Apparel hoodies. No, Remember the zip up hoodies? Yeah, the American Apparel zip up hoodies with the white. Mm-hmm. With the white uh, zippers, oh, sure, yeah, with the yeah. white zippers, yeah. yeah, we was like on that shit with V necks. Remember, yeah. like the V necks and all that shit. I would rock like the little, little, you know, one size up V neck. Yeah, remember? Come on, I was too New York. I was wearing. Remember, I had like every polo color mm-hmm. ever. I had like every color yeah. polo. Yeah, I was wearing Yankee fitteds. I was the only idiot. Cricket was making Yankee money fitteds. though. He was, he was wearing like John Barbados and. I was way. I started yeah. like doing John Barbados <laughs> a little bit. You know, Vince, and All, all Saints, and shit. I used to wear Vizu. Visu was like, yeah, but was that's like Jay Z. That's that yeah. Jay Z. You was walking in Visu. I was wearing Visu with the yeah. with the button ups and shit. I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. that whole style. Everyone I was, was I was, I was like hell into like whatever the rappers was wearing, like the brands. Like I had like you a pair. You dressed like an athlete. Bro. That's <laughs> I had a pair saying. of red monkey jeans. Remember those? <laughs> oh shit! The red monkeys. Well, who's talking about? Drunken monkey. Nah, nah, red monkey. I think it was Jeezy's brand, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had I've red never monkey. heard of that in my life. I mean, it it lasted like a year. Yeah. That was like the the era of like what? No, no. It was afterwards. It was like a Nietzsche, Drunken Monkey. Mm-hmm. That was like the Joe Bunnins Pump It Up era, right? Echo, South Pole, two thousand two. Yeah, yeah, yeah I never wore two thousand one. I was, I, hella, I, was, I was I was really into LRG too. Yeah, like I had like, I was like their zip up hoodies, their jeans. I never had. I never wore LRG. Never. I was, I was really. We never. LRG. I ne- we never wore department store shit like that. Nah. I remember. I, I remember there was a girl I was dating for Christmas. She got me yellow Tims. And like Rockaware jeans and like LRG and all this like uh-huh. shit. And I was like, oh, I'm like, yo, you have to return this <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I was like, yo, I'm not wearing that shit. I used to wear Rockaware jeans. I have a pair of Rockaware. I did too. The only thing I, I wore, was like the only thing I wore that was that was department store was Sean John. 
Yeah. Yeah, that too. The Sean John, John tank top. And, and the, I had Fat Form. I had the two. I used to wear Fat Form before, before it was the in department, the department store. store. Yeah. yeah. When it was on. What's the guy to. Oh, Fat Form. When it was in like Soho. On Spring Street. Yeah. That was a lot. Or Green Street, one of them, but it's in that area. That was the dope shit. Going to Fat Farm. Yeah. Fat Farm was dope. That Mm -hmm. was like the only hip hop boutique that like we I knew of at the time. Otherwise, you're going to like the Korean, the you're going to like the Korean uh the clothing the the fucking bootleg shops where they where they sell like fucking this army flight jackets and all of that shit. That's where I used to. That was like all I used to wear, like Jimmy yeah. Jazz, Doctor J, or Wings. Remember Wings? Wings, yeah. Used to go into Wings and. Why well, used to buy sneakers? I never bought clothes from there. <laughs> <laughs> I used to buy clothes. I ain't gonna lie. Man, LRG was that. huge in LA. For real? Huge, humongous, bro. Well, the skater, the skater community got on it first. Mm-hmm. I would say. And then it kind of trickled into like the hip hop community, but that skin community. When, I, when we popping. opened, remember when we opened new. That was our whole thing. It was like we don't care. We don't carry LRG. And yeah. like uh, the first two years, every customer came in like, "You got LRG?" I'm like, "No, we don't got fucking <laughs> LRG. Mm-hmm. You're in a wrong store, homie. <laughs> we don't got that shit." That's it's big in LA. It's big in the West oh, yeah. Coast. I didn't know. I didn't really even know about the hundreds until your store. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, I knew about oh, it maybe as like in LA. I knew. About yeah, it. you were still in LA. I was out here already, so I wasn't really up on the hundred. We had it early on, man. very early. Like I, I want to say that was like oh oh eight, right? The first like Crooks and Castles T-shirt I bought was in New York at Union. Yeah. Oh, Crooks and Castles. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Like it was early. Like Crooks and Castles was the first. Yeah. yeah. I, those are I bought that in in New York at Union of mm-hmm. all places, that's crazy. bro. That's crazy. It's not yeah. That crazy. I mean, it was a, it was a different era, man. Yeah. Way different era. Actually, I want to talk to you know. Never, you've you've been having health issues, and you, you yeah. recently had a surgery. Yeah, and we've been wanting to talk about it, but I didn't want to. I didn't want people to come up to me, be like, "Oh no, I'm so sorry, you all right?" So that's why I didn't want to talk about it when I first discovered it or first happened. Yes. Right, it was it's nothing serious. It and, was, and then it was kind of like bad luck to announce it before the surgery. Yeah, you, you thought something might happen. Like, I mean, I was being superstitious. <laughs> yeah. As always, by way, never the biggest superstition fan I know. Yeah, so so I, the, the episode after the surgery, if he didn't make it, would have been like, so if, you, if you're wondering why never isn't here, <laughs> he, flat, I, he didn't make I, it. I told him he if didn't I, make it from the surgery. I told him if I didn't survive, to start a GoFund for my family. Yeah, yeah. He didn't tell us that. <laughs> I would have to start it, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I would make t-shirts. I would do a whole collection. I know you, I know you would have, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, whole roll I'd make it a thing, man. Yeah, it would been like Donda. No, it's been Donda. Never, never, Donda. never, 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 never. You would have seen. I mean, you wouldn't have seen nothing, but yeah, they would have. Yeah. But they would. <laughs> I would have seen it from up above. Or, nah, I don't think so. Or down below. <laughs> Wherever he got caught up at, you know. It would have been never te- never had snapbacks everywhere in Vegas. The little panda. Everybody would have had one, right? Praying hands. <laughs> we would have we would have thrown an event every the, year. The Once biggest year. party, yeah. yeah. Once a year. Your family would be living fat. Yeah. They'd be living good. <laughs> if you hit me up, your family, your sisters be hitting me up. When's the next one? <laughs> the next one. <laughs> can we my family, can we stay at the wind this time? My niece and my niece wind? and sister come from New York to come out here. Like, oh shit. It's that time of year. <laughs> We're about to eat good. Oh man. So you explain what happened a little bit. So I originally I went to, to the doctor because I had a problem with my testicle was kind of swollen. Mm-hmm. Went to get it checked out. Did the X-ray then. So I went back to the doctor two weeks after the X-ray, and the doctor was like, "Yo, I f- we found something. It had nothing to do with the <laughs> testicle. 
They found like a, a fatty mass in my stomach, mm-hmm. like a cyst. Mm. So I was like, oh. And the doctor was like, yo, did you know? Do you feel it? And I'm like, I don't feel it at all. He was like, yo, we got to get this checked out. We got to remove it or see what it is. Mm. So I had to get surgery. So he, they had to put a, um, a camera into my stomach to look for it. Mm-hmm. And if they wasn't able to like find it through the camera, they would have had to cut me open mm-hmm. and take it out and look at it. So, so it's still in there. It's still in there, yeah. But they chopped some off. Exactly, yeah. They took a little bit off. How big is that? How big is the mass? Do you know? I mean, it's <laughs> like oh, a man. grapefruit. <laughs> no, it, it looked the way when he showed it to me. It looked like the it was shaped like a potato. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. So. So yeah, so they I had the surgery last week. Well, so. what, did they? See, what's wrong with your testicles? It's a reaction to so, the okay. mass. We gotta go back to the testicles later. Yeah, okay. we'll go back. Right. So the doctor was like, <laughs> "It's like this, is like Pulp Fiction, right?" Yeah. <laughs> so, so the doctor, the doctor was like, "Yo, we, first we gotta do it one one thing at a time. So right. this is more important, <laughs> more important the cyst, whatever." Right. So <laughs> this will come back later. So I wasn't worried. I was like, he was like, "Oh, it's gonna be a, a quick surgery, whatever. It's gonna be forty five minutes." You're going to be able to go home two hours later. You're going to have to rest up, then go home. Right. So I, I didn't think anything about it. I was like, all right, cool. Fuck it. It's no big deal. So I was... And then <laughs> you crazy. But then also, <laughs> I would my, my blood pressure was high. Yeah. Yeah. But you've had that issue I've had for that a while, before, yeah. yeah. So, so you're on medication for that. Yeah. Thing, and I'm... And then, then, how long, then, wait, how long have you had high blood pressure? Wow. I yeah. remember I landed... Remember that time? I landed in Vegas. And this you, was like and five, you, five years ago. I landed. The first thing I landed, I got Texas, and then I called you. Yeah. And you were in an urgent care. Yeah. And they wouldn't let you leave. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Because your high, because your but blood pressure, pressure was, was too high. high. Yeah. And they wouldn't let you leave alone. Mm-hmm. So I went there and I scooped them up. Yeah. And then, but then after that, you went on this ill regimen and you lost like fifty pounds. I'm gonna say fifty, but maybe thirty pounds. Thirty pounds. Yeah. You were muscular. You mm-hmm. look like you was, look crazy. Looking. Well, never yeah. loses thirty pounds. He looks like he lost a hundred. Mm-hmm. But you would know. You was just yoked up. Yeah. It was, was like you had. I was, a I was working out. I had yeah. stopped drink. I cut out the drinking. Whatever. I was still. Did drinking. you cut drink? No. You was. You never cut out drinking. I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I cut it a little bit. I was still drinking though. But yeah. I was working out. I was eating good. Who's and that dude? Who's that dude that everyone loves? Chris, the father. Yeah. Uh, t- um, Julius. Terrence? Oh, yeah. Uh, Terry Cruz. Yeah, Terry Cruz. You were like, you know, I wasn't like that, Terry Cruz. Nah, I wasn't. A little like, bit. <laughs> nah. You know, you had like, you was yoked up. <laughs> you looked like you was lifting, like you just got was, out of jail. I was a spice commercial. I was looking healthy. Yo. You got them, you had that jail physique. Like, you, you just did two years and came out. He's <laughs> <laughs> in there doing them push ups. Yeah. Two, two plans in a cot, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, all you my burpees in, I got my all we, do, all we do is work out and eat. Yeah, yeah, man. Two hots in a cot. Nothing else to do in the pen, you know? <laughs> so I so okay so yeah so I had this uh, so like I, I fell off of whatever I started yeah I, and this uh, well, kinda, the, pan- the pandemic I'm about to say the pandemic really like stopped going to the gym I was drinking a lot mm-hmm. fucking a lot especially because you were streaming the, the, streaming and also the beginning of um, the pandemic I was just like really? watching IG stories staying at home I was just like drinking a lot really alone I mean, like, even, like, the fucking, the Trulies and shit like that. I don't even drink at, like, if I'm not working, mm-hmm. I, I'm not on drink at home. I do. I don't do it either, but during the pandemic, I was doing it a lot. Mm-hmm. So, I guess after the pandemic was over with, I gained weight, um, and my blood pressure went back up again, and it also the doctors discovered I'm pre-diabetic. Mm-hmm. Damn. And I think that, that has to do a lot to do with the alcohol. Of course. So... 
So I went shit. through all this shit again, went to the doctor. So wait, high blood pressure. High blood pressure. Pre-diabetic. Pre-diabetic, yes. A mass in your stomach. Yes. A cyst, a cyst mass. A cyst, yeah. cyst mass in your stomach uh-huh. and oversized testicles. <laughs> yes. Yo, fam. This, this, <laughs> that oversized testicle fuck. And still you like, eh. I'm, not, <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm still. We got this. I'm still like this. Like, it's no big deal. <laughs> yeah. You crazy. I could, I could Serve take, me up a shot. I could take care of this shit. This is, but then again, fucking D had hemorrhoids for five years, right? <laughs> yeah. It did nothing. <laughs> Fucking asshole so, was dripping out of his his fucking his ass. You did nothing. <laughs> he was like taking duct tape and, and taping his asshole into his ass. Like, nah, it's all good. And it's like sitting like, huh. like we drink, have drink interviews. Some, drink some ginger ale. I'll be all right. This motherfucker's in interviews with teary eyes. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. I can't lie. Sitting on pillows. So, yeah. so you've been using Serato how long? You was like that with, you, with hemorrhoids. Do it. What is that? What do you do? You think? Let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. This may come off a little racist. <laughs> it's not. It's, it's not. Is it a black thing? No. no. I because you know what Asians are just as bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Latinos are just as bad too. Is it? So I'm, maybe I'm, it's a minority thing. No, right? it's a manly thing. No, no, no. It's a minority. It could be a minority thing. I would say that we because we just we don't go. To the doctor. To the doctor. We, we don't because, get check, checkups. Because a lot of my Jewish friends. Until right? something shout, happens to you. Shout, shout to my Jewish friends. These motherfuckers get like a cut on their finger and they go to the doctor. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they don't like, their house dog could like scratch them and they'd be like, do I have rabies? I got to go to the doctor. Like, they, mm-hmm. they have a very comfortable relationship with like going to they the have doctor, a doctor and yeah. going to healthcare. Yeah. Every Asian, black person, Latino, Latino I know. They it just like their arm got to be ripped off or they got to have to be shot in the leg because the, the biggest doctor. fear to be is, serious. The biggest fear is what happened in Ever where he went to check his balls and thirty other things came up. Mm-hmm. No, that's, I think the biggest thing is you don't want to pay for shit. No, it's the scare because that's how I mean, my dad is. My dad like literally like he'll have like I remember he had to have chest pains to take him to the doctor one time because other than that he wouldn't go because he's scared something else might come up. So I think that I don't I don't even think it's any of that. It's just. It's just something I didn't like think about doing right away. But this time I, I did. I wanted to take care of it. Well, it you just got health care. Yeah. Too. Also, yeah. Remember? But I had health care before, but during the pandemic, I, I, something happened, whatever. So I had, during the pandemic, I didn't have health care, but now I have it again. Right. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to take care of this shit. So, like I said, all this, so they found the mask, the cyst, whatever. So last week I had the um, surgery. Mm hmm. And before the surgery, I wasn't sweating it. I was still drinking. I was still eating like shit, whatever. I was thinking, ah, I'm just going to get this, get rid of this shit, and I'd be all right. So before the surgery, I had a pre-checkup, like two days before. Mm-hmm. And the doctor was asking me all these questions. So the doctor was like, oh, how much do you drink a week? And I was like, um, I had to think about it. And I'm like, if I were DJ like three nights a week, I'm drinking those three nights. I usually drink like four, four or five glasses a night. So I was like, yeah, about 15, 15 glasses a week I drink. So I'm, I'm thinking about it. That's like a half a bottle. That's like a bottle of um, alcohol. Mm-hmm. So the doctor was looking at me like I was crazy. She was like, what? <laughs> a little bit more than a bottle, I think. I, I was thinking I like, could a bottle and a half. A bottle and a half. I want to say like, yeah, give or take three <laughs> bottles. I could imagine that. Not three bottles. Not three bottles. A bottle and a half. So, you, know, you know what it is, man? When you've been in this lifestyle, this nightlife lifestyle too, so long, 
and you and you like meet like a normal motherfucker, and you tell them what you have to do, right? Like you tell you tell a motherfucker like yo, like they see how much you drink, uh-huh. how how you go on no sleep, uh-huh. how you gotta just fly everywhere, mm-hmm. and all the fucked up shit we do. Yeah, they they lose their fucking mind. They can't keep up. Yeah. You probably fucked that doctor. Up. I know. Like, she, she, what? Like, what? Yeah. So like, imagine if this was ten years so, ago. Imagine ten years ago. It would have been worse. Have, she would have fainted. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I was way worse. So the next question, this is what really fucked me up. She was like, "Oh, so do you have a will?" <laughs> like what? <laughs> I was like, "Wait a minute, will? Why? Why are you ask me that?" This <laughs> because <is the> you're <laughs> diabetic. You got a cyst in your stomach. You know what I'm saying? You get oversized ball uh-huh. and high blood pressure. Yes. Yeah. What else needs to happen? So I was like, that kind of fucked me up. I was like, why would you ask me that question? I thought the, this was going to be, the, the operation wasn't serious. She's like, no, it's just a procedure. So my whole life like flashed in front of my eyes. I'm like, What did you see? What did you see? I'm just like, too. Well, of course I won't have a will. <laughs> and I'm just thinking, damn, I, damn, I could fucking, something could happen during the surgery all because of the way I'm living this shit. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, damn, so it was just crazy. like, it kind of Will. fucked my head up. I'm just like, damn, I'm fucking. I, I did this to myself. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm the blame for it. And I'm like, yeah. damn. I'm like, and then like the day of the surgery. Who was happened. doing it before in your head? What you, you just You just didn't think about it. No, nah, it was, of course yeah. not. Yeah. So. Out of sight, out of mind. Exactly. So the day of the surgery, um, somebody have to come with me. So my sister, she had moved to Vegas recently. So mm-hmm. she came with me. So I'm sitting in the waiting room and I'm like looking around. There was like other people, other guys there. They had like either their their kids, their daughter, son, or wife. And I'm with my sister. I'm thinking to myself, damn. I was like, dude, I gotta get my shit together, man. It's like if my sister wasn't there, I was thinking, damn, who could who would be here with me? I was like, <laughs> Jamie would probably be here with me. <laughs> <laughs> me or him yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like yeah, oh, sure. I, I'm, I'm not in a relationship whatever right now so I'm single and I'm just like fuck man I'm like hey you know what that's like some real scary shit cause I, when I had my knee surgery last year mm-hmm. my mom was cool enough man she took off work and she stayed with me for three weeks and I remember like I would like be at home after taking medication and I'm like damn man like if I didn't have my mom here like what would I be doing like who would be here? I don't. I'm not in a relationship. I don't have kids. Like, exactly. Who, who would have this kind of time and patience with me to make sure I'm fed, make sure I get my medication, like just help me? You know what I mean? Like it'll be Jamie. That shit really struck a nerve, bro. <laughs> Jamie, quick it. Or Mark. Like so, yeah. That fucked my head up. So I'm like, dude, man. So I'm just, I kept thinking. First of, first of all, I would take care of both of y'all, and I would take good care of y'all. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I know you would. Yeah, yeah. You actually would. You have three meals a day. You're not fresh. Good nah, shows to watch. <laughs> Maybe after a couple of weeks, I'd be like, all right. All right, man. You, uh, you, how you I feeling? think you're all right. Like, <laughs> I think you could. You don't need me no more. You Why don't you try walking around or something? <laughs> You've been like jogging across the hallway. So, so like, I, I had to sort of, I kept thinking, like, damn, what if something happens? Like, what if... They they take something out or something they touch something. What if they, something. they t- take out the wrong thing? They, yeah, you never know, man. <laughs> oh, what's, what's, that that practice? what's that game? Oh, they, oh, they, oh, they get hit. They get hit. They get hit. A Operation. Ba- yeah. They get, <laughs> they get his hit. nose. His nose lights up. <laughs> <laughs> and then, <laughs> you're, 
you, yo, they put you to sleep you, though, right? You, you, yeah, they put me to sleep. And then also you wake up like, oh shit, what was that? Like that? Like, <laughs> how do you think that's gonna happen? You, you never know. It could be so. Also, I was thinking, damn, I got. I was like, damn, maybe. I don't want to come back to the hospital no more. I don't want to go through this shit again. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like, you never know. You, it could, like, the diabetes could hit me. They might have to amputate a I mean, leg di- or some shit. Diabetes, you don't want that. Yeah, exactly. You don't know. I don't want to be walking around with a, a fucking cane. Or, yeah. So I'm just like, dude, I got to. I, I mean, you would look good in a cane, though. I was. I don't that. want to do. What that a girl thing, pinky man. ring. I think. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sorry you, this, all right, so this just, is all going on in the this waiting. This all room. going on in the waiting room. I'm like, so it's like it's starting to hit. Right? It really hit while I was waiting for the surgery. Right. So yeah. So I went went into the um room. They took blood pressure. And the funny thing is, my blood pressure went up to like one ninety. Oh shit! And stress. this is like it was more stress. Instant it wasn't stress. Yeah. Yes. That's why. Instant. So uh, they still went through with. Did the, they give you like Vicodin or something? Is that that's that, that's not? No, they didn't give me anything. That kind of spikes it. <laughs> really? Yeah. What, what's the it's shit a, that like? It's a pain, it's a a pain. Xanax. That's what I meant. Oh, Xanax, Xanax comes. Nah, they didn't give me anything. So I'm sitting there. So she was like, "Just we're gonna wait for the surgery, or whatever, till your blood pressure go down a bit. Go down a bit. It didn't go down much, but it went down to like maybe 170 or something. So what were you what you, what were you doing to calm down? There was nothing. I was just laying there, just chilling, and. Yeah, there was nothing I could do, so mm-hmm. I was just like sitting, waiting for this to go down. So yeah, finally, they was like, "All right, we're gonna give you the anesthetic," and they gave it to me. And then the, they they vomit me into the surgery room, right? <laughs> and I was chilling. The doctors talked to me, like, "Hey, how you?" What well, the assistant was talking to me was like, "Hey, how you doing?" Da da da. We was talking, and then the next thing I know, I'm back in the waiting room. The surgery was done. My sister's there. The doctors there. They, it was like, oh man, everything's good. You're good. Everything worked out fine. But I'm like bugging. I'm like, I had the surgery already. Yeah, like, that they, happens, bro. You never put, put anesthesia in you. And I, I had it before with the tooth, but never, out. No, never anything like this. I never had any type of surgery. Wow. I have. That's just crazy. So I was just like, fuck, man. All right. So cool. So there was like, for the next couple of days, they just need, needed me to rest up. They was telling me about, I was constipated for like two days. Ouch! Oh yeah, and I couldn't even fucking pass gas for two days. And this, the anesthesia usually backs you up. Man. All that shit, yeah. and then the code they had me on coding. Oh yeah, so that sure. had my shit all backed up. Damn. So for two days, I was just bedridden. I was just chilling in bed. It's like I was just thinking, damn man, I gotta, I gotta change my shit, man. My, I gotta stop drinking. I gotta like eat healthier. I gotta start working out again. So, well, so basically, I've. I ain't going to say I, I'm going to quit drinking, but I'm definitely taking a break. It's been 15 days already. Nice. For me, that's a long time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Especially during work, and I've I been mean, working. I've known you almost 20 years, Yeah, mm-hmm. and I've never seen you take a break from drinking. Well, with that first time when I had the um, high blood pressure. Yeah, for a little t- bit. It was a little bit, yeah. Yeah, it was. <laughs> okay. But this time, I, I, def- I want to go for the, the record. I just want to like, and I kept thinking about it. I'm like, dude, I need to stop this shit. It's like, what's the what's, what I'm getting out of it? Drinking. It's like every night I'm getting fucked up, and it's just like, what I'm do? Wake up the next day. Oh man, I had so much fun, but yeah, I got a headache and I'm fucking hungover. Yeah. It's like how many nights I'm gonna go through this shit, man? I need to chill out with that. So. Well, I have a question. What's up? Like, do you ever ask yourself why you drink when you DJ? That was my question. Yeah. It's it, it helps. Well, I I'm thinking it helped me DJ better but it probably don't and it's just like so i was thinking to myself damn i need to like reach out to someone to like 
understand, like, someone who stopped drinking, that's a DJ. So I actually reached out to um, DJ Singh. Because mm-hmm. it's been two years since he stopped drinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And me and him had, a, like, a, a good hour-plus conversation about it. Right. And he was and, like... But it, the thing is, you two have a very different relationship with liquor. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. But still, it was just, like, for him to stop stop doing it. For sure. It's for two years, too. Mm-hmm. So he was just like, it's going to be hard. But, yo, if it's something you... The first step is admitting that you need to stop drinking. So, I mean, we talked and he was just telling me his story. I don't want to get into it or whatever, but yeah, it's yeah. definitely different, but still, it's kind of the same thing. So, for now, I'm just like, you know what? I'm not going to say I'm going to quit drinking, but I'm definitely taking a break. Mm-hmm. And so far, I've noticed I I feel better. I've lost weight. Mm-hmm. I um, my Blood pressure went down. I just came back from the doctor's today. My blood pressure is at 140. That's great. It's a big difference between 178 and and yeah. now. So even like my, I noticed like the older clips that we used to put out, that you put out. Yeah. That my face looked bloated. My skin was like fucking pale and red. Right. I mean, you, you look you look, you look look good. Like the skin, I got more skin color. Tone, you got more it's, color. Exactly, yeah. And you're also, you're also I mean, more alert. Yeah. You're not as like, you know. Drowsy. I've been yeah. I've been waking up in the morning. I stopped eating. I was eating eggs like every morning, baking the eggs. Yeah. I cut that out. I've been like eating oatmeal every morning. After I finish eating, I fucking go out, go for a walk right. around the neighborhood. Like trying, and then I haven't really started exercising yet because my, the side of my stomach still hurts yeah, from yeah. The surgery. But I even, I bought dumbbells. But a, a lot of it is dietary too. Yeah, you know? exactly. So I changed up my diet. I've been eating like salads, like eating better for lunch and mm-hmm. dinner. More home-cooked meals. I have, I kind of quit like the fucking. The, the, the burgers. And yeah, shit. exactly. Yeah. No red meat. I haven't had red meat in, it's been a while. Right. So I just want to switch up my diet. I want to like lose weight. I just, I want to, I want to f- live a better lifestyle. That's great. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, it's, uh, it's like a, the beginning of a new journey for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But and I think, I, it, you know, it's, it's go ahead. Go nah, ahead. And I'm about to say, I'm not going to like, like I said, it's going to be hard for me to like quit drinking, whatever, but. Another thing, another reason why I want to stop drinking because I noticed my teeth is starting to feel funny. That's like all the sugar from the fucking liquor, mm. and I don't, I don't be like a <laughs> liquor could fuck you. I don't be like a snaggle tooth, yeah. one one legged motherfucker. Imagine <laughs> 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 we come to the club, yo, yo, why you fuck too? I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! But yeah, so that's another reason why I wanted to stop drinking, and it's yeah. like I don't want to knock any like. I ain't gonna be a preacher and be like, oh, you shouldn't drink. Cause I had a lot of great nights drinking and getting <laughs> fucked up. <Yeah>. <laughs> but I think it's time to like move on and mm-hmm. go to another level. Different chapter. That shit, man. Right. Cause I also feel like drinking fucked up a lot of my gigs. Cause I'm, I'm fucking drinking while I'm DJing. It's just like, dude, that's not a good look. Well, and you keep. I remember when I first moved out here in 2005. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that was maybe the height of your drinking affecting your gigs. Yeah. Cause like you were falling asleep, yeah, uh-huh. while you were DJing, yeah, and then and you had this reputation, right? Exactly, yeah. of over drinking, yeah, and not being aware of what's mm-hmm. going on, mm-hmm. and then yeah. it, but it just sticks with you, yeah. It's exactly. like the fucked up thing because it's like you become this liability, exactly, yeah. man. And all of these club runners and everyone, they just think, oh, he's, he's always he's, he's like gonna this. Do it. He's gonna he's gonna stay like this. It becomes a part of your identity. Right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And but then also it kind of hurts. 
it kind of hurts. Like if you, I'm kind of scared to say I won't try to stop drinking because I feel like it might hurt relationships with like certain clubs or managers that you're dealing with. I don't think so. They want to be like they want you to like drink with them. Like you go into a new city, whatever, you'd be like, oh shit, we getting fucked up. We gonna have a good time. You know, today. like to piggyback on what Never said, I actually just dealt with that. Because for the last week I haven't drank. And so I was like, okay, let me just not drink for this next week. But I had a crazy week lined up for work. So I went out of town Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Thursday night, I'm in out of town. And I'm like, okay, cool. First night I'm not gonna drink. I'm, I'm maybe two songs in, and a manager comes up to me, like, yo, let's have a shot. I'm like, shit. <laughs> like, how do I tell this dude no? It's like it's like a peace offering, you know what I mean? He's coming exactly up to me. That, I don't really yeah. know him that well. The manager that he was new, he was like, yo, I'm new, I'm from Philly. Like, let's do a shot. And I'm like, damn, man. And I was just like, yo, man, like, I would love to. Let me just get like a water. And he looked at me, he's like, you sure? And I was like, yeah, yeah, man. And then it just it was kind of awkward after that. And then I was in my head at that point, like, damn, did I just mess this up because I didn't take a, a shot with dude? Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? So I felt the way about it. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I felt like he might have thought I didn't really fuck with him. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, oh, nah, nah, I don't really want to do a shot with you. Like, maybe later. You know what I mean? It was just like an odd energy after that. And I felt I felt it. So, like, for never to say that, I kind of see where he's coming from because it, it does become a situation where it's like, for us, like, a lot of our business gets done in the nightlife, right? Like, people say business gets done on the golf course. Like, for us, a lot of business gets done in the nightlife. And a part of that is taking shots with people, drinking with people, drinking with having shots with the homies or meeting people and in the process having a glass of champagne or whatever, right? So it's a part of our business and it's, it's just our element. Like, how do you how do you navigate that and not drink? Like, that's a very hard process, yeah. like I'm imagining. You know what I mean? Well, I, I think everything you guys saying makes sense. All these concerns make sense. Mm-hmm. You know, but it, it's it's also, it's, it's perspective, right? Yeah. So it's like everything becomes a routine. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like never, like, you're a very routine person. Mm-hmm. Like you, you, you have these routines and you stick to these routines. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you're very diligent about your routines. Mm-hmm. But you have to look at your routines and saying, "Does this make me happy? And are these good routines? Mm-hmm. Are these good habits or bad habits?" Mm-hmm. And I think people just get stuck in this is a habit. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're very superstitious. I'm gonna do this because it's like you know lucky. Mm-hmm. Or I'm gonna do this because it's like, and you follow it. It's like, yo, you go to, you set up, you set up the same way. You get a drink, and it's like you do that for 20 years, and it becomes a part of your process. Mm-hmm. And you don't even know you're killing yourself, yeah, because you're just part of this. Just keep, keep going, keep this keep habitual cycle. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and it's just about taking a moment, and what you're talking about in the industry that you're in, right? I, I think you just have to navigate it differently. Mm-hmm. And you have to just look at it differently. There's different ways to connect with motherfuckers. Yeah, it's, it doesn't have to be with liquor. Yeah, so you just have to find yeah. different ways to connect with them. And uh, I mean, another example, even like last week, I went to a gig. As soon as I walk into the spot, the manager's like, "Okay, he had his shots ready." Yeah, but and, the, I, and, but, but, and I told and I, then he walked away, and I told the waitress, "I'm like, come here. Can you please get this shot away from me? Just get rid of it and and put water into this glass so it could look like I'm taking a shot with him." But here's the thing, man. You you have to understand. We're in an environment, right, that's like kind of making people indulge into yeah. poison. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, uh, for example, like, if a girl moves to Vegas, right, like, if when she moves to Vegas, like, there's all these girls with, like, you know, plastic surgery, mm-hmm. fake lips, mm-hmm. you know, weaves. Right. And because every girl is doing it, 
right? Or a majority, a large majority of women are doing that. Yeah. It seems normal. Does that make sense? It, no, it becomes yeah. normal. It becomes the yeah. standard. It's, it's, it's so it becomes normalized. Yeah. So everything you're seeing is not normal. Do you know? But it's but because we're in this but, industry, but, we've been here for 20 years. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's normalized. Yeah. And But you have to also understand is that the people you're dealing with are much younger than you. Mm-hmm. So it's like yeah. the drinking, the experience that's, of drinking. And that's why, you know? I would, that's why I never knock and be like, oh, don't do that. But then when right. you get to a certain age, it's like... It's time to slow down. You right. can't so you just keep up. To, you just have to protect yourself. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, but you also have to not make it awkward. Mm-hmm. And so you have to come up with ways of not making it awkward and just letting them know. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, honestly, if you tell them it's for health reasons, mm-hmm. you know, like I just yeah. had surgery. Yeah. yeah. They, they're going to understand. They're not I mean, going to be like, but, yo, that, but that for, ain't cool. For, for now, yeah, they're going to understand. <laughs> but then after months go by and it's like, all right, you had that surgery already. No, but they, if they you, see you, you changing <laughs> and like if, if they see you changing mm-hmm. and like your body's changing, you're healthier. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, I'm just living a healthier lifestyle, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. Without making it negative making or, it be- or placing judgment on them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But like, maybe I'll take one shot at the end of the night with you. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But end of the night, you don't have to either. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you feel me? Well, but, I, I'll speak to that quick, real quick. I'll piggyback off what you were saying about the girl moving. When I first came here, I felt like I needed a drink to be a DJ. And I felt like I ha- I'm not the biggest drinker. Maybe in my early 20s with D, we'll run around and shit like that. But nowadays, I'm not the biggest drinker. I have. You know, miraculously, maybe on my birthday, I'll take a few more shots than usual, than usual. But, however, I felt like I needed to drink to become a DJ until uh, we had Rock the Con on the, on the podcast where he made me understand that it's okay not to drink while you're DJing. And that made me feel more comfortable with myself declining more drinks. So every time I go DJ now, they bring me a bucket of waters opposed to a bucket of whatever you know alcohol yeah so no i feel i feel what you guys are saying i mean it's a very awkward conversation when they're like you don't drink mm-hmm. it's like i don't need to drink to kind of get it going you know what i mean yeah so but the thing is like don't let it become your identity that too that that, that, yeah. that but the thing is it is an awkward conversation when a, when they bring you a drink or bring some shots over and you're like fuck like you kind of feel the odd man out and kind of feel like, damn, I have to do it just to be down with the cool kids. But yeah. that's the, that's the yeah, I, I do agree that you don't have to let it become your identity. I, I mean, yeah, he's never drank ever and everyone loves him. I know so that, it's, yeah. like, it's just one of those things where it's like it, it really doesn't have to become your identity. It's just new. Yeah. And, and, and I, I do use that, let, you know, when they're like, yeah, let's take some shots. I'll be like, yo, let's do it throughout the night. And they forget about it because they get caught up on whatever. But yeah, you kind of have to find a way to just not, mm-hmm. like, yo, what are you drinking? And I feel like if I need to get a drink, I'll, I'll just ask for a beer just to have it there. You know what I mean? They can't see how much I'm well, drinking. The whole thing is this, man. Like, like you kind of have to find your way. There's nothing kinda... wrong with being honest. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, yo, I have to change. I have, I just had surgery. I got to change my shit. Yeah. If, any, if they hear that, they're going to help you more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not only that, I remember when I was when I stopped drinking, I would bring, like, green tea with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just to get a little caffeine. Yeah. I would bring like certain juices with me, like health aid, just to give me a a pick me up. So it's like you just have to do things to make yourself healthier. Yeah. But but you know, but like just just to continue, like we had a conversation, right? Mm -hmm. Before. Yeah. It was like do things to make yourself happy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's like I think sometimes we get stuck doing the same thing over and over again as a routine. Yeah, and 
we're, it's, it doesn't make us happy and we don't realize that we're miserable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like miserable, you know, being miserable becomes very safe. It come, becomes comfortable. And you get comfortable with mis- yeah. being miserable, but yeah. but being miserable is safe, fam. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. like yeah. staying at home, being isolated, mm-hmm. you know, overeating or just not challenging yourself, not working out, yeah. not, um, you know, doing things for your career or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's safe. It's yeah. safe to be like miserable. Do you know what I'm saying? Space, yeah. yeah. There's no challenge. There's nothing challenging. No one's mm-hmm. confronting you. You know what I'm saying? And but it's like no one's telling you like, hey, like what are you doing? Like there's no one to account snap, for. Snap out of it. Get, don't do that. The thing is like if you like if you lived with somebody and you had kids, they'd be like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? Like get up. Exactly. You have to take me here. We have yeah. to do this. We have to do that. Yeah. You don't you don't have like the luxury to be miserable. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like that's why it's like it's it's a very different lifestyle. Mm-hmm. For a single dude, yeah, you know, I mean, as you get older, because mm-hmm. you could just get stuck in these bad routines, yeah, you know what I'm saying? But absolutely, man. Look, it's 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 dope that you have this self awareness now, mm-hmm. and it's like I think it's like just remember, like, do the things that make you happy. Yeah, you know, and just like, I, like I want, you know, I want to lose weight, right? Mm-hmm. That's gonna make me happy. Yeah, the fight for that shit. Yeah, because like you don't fight for anything. You know what I'm saying? It's like. You have to fight for something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just learn to fight for that. You know, like, oh shit, like, you know, my homie, like, I want to be married with kids, you know? Mm-hmm. Fight yeah. for that. Yeah. You got to make an effort to put into that shit. Yeah. I want my career to be get, be better. Fight yeah. for that shit. Exactly, yeah. You know? But, yeah. I'm, I mean, it's it's a good place, mm-hmm. like, for you. And it, mm-hmm. it's, I think I think you're going to be amazing at this. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to do, like, amazing I'm job. I'm looking forward to it because it's something different. It's like- but the thing is, you're, you're a person of habit. Right, you're yeah. a creature of habit. We all are, right? Mm-hmm. But you're so diligent about shit that if you actually create good habits, you'll be really diligent about good habits. Well, not yeah. going that far. Before pandemic, he was going to the gym at least five times a week or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Like it was really on some routine nah, shit. Yeah. Like, dude, you know, you were Definitely. losing mad weight. I remember that. Yeah. I mean, just just keep it up because you're gonna be dope at it. I mm-hmm. bet you in the next four months you're gonna look completely different. Yeah. yeah. Not only that, like Nev, you done the juice cleanse diet, whatever you did that one mm-hmm. time. Yeah. And you did this shit for. What was it like? Thirty days? Yeah, dog. If you can do that shit mentally, where you don't eat for thirty fucking days, I don't think I would do that again, though. Yeah, but you have. But <laughs> but you tapped into this crazy place to make yourself. I just, I just know how it. to get shit done, though. So the same thing, like if you don't want to drink, you don't have to say I don't want to. Just say I don't want to drink. I don't need. And like to like drink. I said, I'm not gonna be a hypocrite. Be like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna stop drinking because. Uh, who knows? I don't know. Yeah, but maybe you say this now, and in six months you haven't drank. Yeah, but never, once, never one think ounce. of a life. Think of another life, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I mean, you're 51 now. Uh-huh. Like, how many? Like, we've we've lived this life. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Even even, even with me and my career, right? Uh-huh. My my DJ career and my life. Mm-hmm. Even with D and his life. Yeah. At what age are you going to actually? Like make a change and not hold on to things that you think identify exactly, with yourself. Man. Yeah, they don't. They're not your identity at all. And the thing is, like when it, when you, when you start making a change, you start seeing it go away, and you're like, oh, but that's me, and it's not you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like you just kind of gotta let it go. And if things change, right? Even the smallest, and I notice even the smallest change, it's a big. It might seem small to me, but it definitely. Uh, it's a big change, right? Like I said, like when I wake up in the morning, it's, I'm I'm out of bed by eight o'clock. I just feel like Better. I want to get the day going. But before I was like staying in bed, wake up eight o'clock, and I stay in bed. I'll keep, 
keep watching TV, stay on my computer, and not do shit until like maybe 11 o'clock. All right, let me get this day started, whatever. But now I just want to get shit started right away. Yeah. And like I said, it's just the small things like that. And I noticed I've I've been feeling better. I've been more, I feel like I'm getting healthier. Even my body feels it. I'm sleeping better, even though my the surgery, whatever, my side still hurts. It's sore. still sore, but I'm definitely getting better, Vest. So Dude, fight fight for your happiness. Yeah. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like don't worry about what 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 happened in the past or who you think you were in the past. It's like completely just, different, yeah, bro. Yeah, keep it going. It's like move on. Yeah, yeah. I know. You know what I'm saying? And it's and it's funny because I'm thinking about it's kind of nowadays it's cool for me to say this. Cause back in the days when I was coming up as a DJ, we didn't have DJs telling us this shit. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't have like a, and I love these guys like a kick Capri, Clark Kent Stretch. They wasn't saying, "Oh no, nah, we, we, you got to take care, better care of yourself." They was just like doing their own thing. But nowadays we we have a voice. We could like tell younger, like I could tell younger DJs, "Yo, make sure when you get a certain age, get that checkup." Like. Take better care of yourself because you never know what can happen. But never, you you never. The main thing about you too, though, is you are a kind of dude that like the house needs to be burning down for Mm -hmm. you to call like the fireman. (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you wait. It's like it has to be like. There's been warning signs of Mm -hmm. this. I've I've dealt with this with you. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it's like everything needs to be almost crumbling down. Before you make a change, mm-hmm. you know, like we've we've had interviews with Audio One, we talked about that, mm-hmm. and it's a, almost a very similar situation. No, to actually, you. yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying. I know. And I remember coming to your house a couple of times to cook like vegan, like just a vegetarian meal for like I don't know Fourth of July or something. I don't know what it was, mm-hmm. and I know you were pissed. You're like, "Who wants some meat?" And I was like, "No, let's just do vegetarian." And it was strictly because I was like, "Nev, let's change our our dietary ways or whatever," mm-hmm. you know. But it's like we, you have to also be aware. Like, you don't have to make a change when it's the last fucking moment, mm-hmm. or like it's it, when the house is crumbling or it's on fire and it's about to burn down. Mm-hmm. Like, we gotta, you, you know, what I'm saying those are things I want you to like. We all gotta be aware of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm sure all of us have something that we're not working on, mm-hmm. and we we dismiss it, we deny it. And then we, and then the house is gonna burn down, and we're like, "Oh, I mean to make a change." Oh, I should. So it's just like you just have to take a moment to really be reflective and self-aware of what's going on. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I get out of you. I'm not. I'm not saying that you're the only one like that. I think everyone is like that. that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. We all have them. It just so happens that we're talking about you now. <laughs> but you know, for me, when I see you as a good friend of mine, and I see. You know, I see you going through it. I know I can't do nothing to help you. Mm-hmm. I can't even tell you what to do. I can't. I could. I can't even bring you good food for you to eat. You have to make the change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? Like as a good friend of you or, or of anybody, it's like I can't help you change your mind on shit. You know, I gotta just like back off and just let you. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I almost have to. It's like almost like a waste. It's like it's like it's more heartbreaking for me to try to put an effort and to just be like ignored about shit or whatever. You know? Yeah. It's like we all have to kind of come to. I don't know, the point of realization and like mm-hmm. self reflection where we're not gonna like really like bullshit ourselves no more. Yeah. You know, I I deal with that too, man. Like I've I've dealt with it many 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 times. Mm-hmm. But I mean, shit. Like, let's let's just all do it together, man. Pause. Yeah. <laughs>
Yeah, sure. I'm down, man. Jamie, yeah. like I, I was just with, I was just hanging with Jamie, and we were talking about this. Yeah, we had uh, breakfast this morning. Yeah, you just yeah. Get, you get so good at bullshitting yourself, You're lying to yourself. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I think what you said earlier. I mean that 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 line resonated with me. Um, being miserable, being is miserable safe. is safe. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, fuck, like how crazy is that? Like it is. Like you don't want to do. Like for example, if you're a single dude, you don't want to go and date girls because that's time consuming you just too much effort whatever the fuck and it's like if you want to make that change you kind of have to put yourself in an uncomfortable position you gotta make an effort mm. yeah it's like yeah it's one of like i'll give you a perfect example uh i've, I've been like i just started therapy again like maybe a couple months ago a few months ago mm-hmm. it's been amazing it's been like mm. terrific yeah it's been like really draining but it's been like freeing at the same time but one of the main things that I've spoken with my therapist is about is your biggest strengths are also your biggest weaknesses. Mm-hmm. So my one of my biggest strengths is my like critical thinking. I'm very analytical. Mm-hmm. I can see the problems in anything, anyone, whether it's a business, a person. I can see what they're doing wrong, you know. And then sometimes I'm too vocal about it. I'll be like, "Yo, you did this wrong," and like, but as you know, it, it works well with design. It works well with like all these crafts because it beca- makes me become a perfectionist. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. So all this like I'm very, very critical. I see all the mistakes. I see everything that's wrong. I'm quick with the solutions. The only problem is like that's a strength, right? Mm-hmm. If we see that as like a superpower, like, wow, that's a superpower you have, right? Mm-hmm. The only problem is I do it to myself. So then it becomes my biggest weakness because I'm breaking myself down. I'm seeing all my flaws. I'm aware of everything I do wrong. And sometimes I don't see the things I do right. Right, right, right. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, like, it stops me sometimes from doing things that, because I don't, I'm just like, yo, like, you can't do this, you can't do that. You did this wrong, you did that wrong. I'm focusing on all the things that's wrong with it. Mm-hmm. So, if I'm looking at it from a business, I'm like, there's no point in keeping that business afloat. Like, that's bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just looking at the negatives all about myself. So it's like my therapist is like, you're overusing your superpower. Mm-hmm. You know, you're overusing that that strength of yours, that skill of yours, mm-hmm. and you you got to shut that down when it comes to yourself. Yeah, you know. So it's it's one of those things that I have to be critical on myself because I'm too hard on myself. Mm-hmm. So and then you know when I'm hard on you or hard on you, or I go off on you about something maybe you did wrong, I'm really projecting what I do to myself. Mm-hmm. To you, and I'm almost like I'm more mad at myself, and I'm projecting that anger and that right, frustration right, right. at you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And I did that a lot when I had like when I had new, uh-huh. I had staff members. The amount of pressure I put on myself, I was projecting all that pressure to all my staff. You know, to you. Remember at that time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Being overly critical, like even if you did a great job, I only focus on what was wrong with with certain yeah, shit. I you get, know, I get mad at that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I experienced that with you too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you, okay. instead of doing so, like now, recently, in the past few years, when I've been working with people, I've been trying to be oh. more positive and just be like, yo, great job. Let's keep it let's, going. Let's work on this. Yeah. And I don't, I don't like, I don't just like um, blow up. No, 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 no. I don't obsess about what went but, wrong. But didn't go right. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Am I going on too long about no, this? No, no, no. You're good. But that's something I do with myself that I've been working on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's the same. It's the same thing. It's like you know. It's the same thing with you and whatever. It's like mm-hmm. it gets to a boiling point, and I have to control myself. But if you're aware of it, 
you're able to monitor and control it. You see the red flags. I pull back. Yeah. So now, like, if I make a mistake or if I, if I feel like I'm just, you know, like, oh, crook, you fucking idiot. You made that mistake. I just try to change my mental thinking. I'm like, yo, you got this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're killing it right now. You're doing okay. This is a mistake. Get over it. Focus on. So, like, I even have to tell myself that. And I'm like, yo, I'm, now I'm cutting more slack to the people I'm working with, but I'm still being hard on myself. So I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Why am I cutting more slack to other people? Why am I not cutting more slack to myself? I should love myself just as much as I'm loving other people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't know, you know, that's my I'm just sharing right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's okay. But you know, like it's one of those things where, like I said, being miserable is safe. Mm-hmm. You know, that's something I worked with my therapist. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, she's telling me, like, yo, it's really it's really safe to be home and to be miserable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not challenging yourself. Saying there's, you know, th- this is like this so you can't fit in or you can't do this or you can't do that. She's like, and you're limiting what you can do. The possibility of what kind And then you just get so good at it after years and years and decades of doing that to yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's hard to break out of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like now you're breaking out. Like we're all, you know what I'm saying? So let's all break out together, y'all. Uh, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, we all fucked up. Let's all, no, we, we, are, are, yeah, we are. But we're we going to get better. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're not the lost cause. But. We, we, we are. We're all fucked up, man. But it's like, yo, like we're, on, like we're all together in this, right? Yeah. Like Jamie and I were talking about the podcast, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, where is there another podcast for like four individuals like us? To talk about these things and actually have some common ground. Yeah. Not only that, but the chemistry and the trans, the um, just be transparent with one another as friends is, is too. Everybody sees it like a business, so it's kind of hard to find something the same way we have. I mean, never five years ago you would have never shared this. Never. Two years ago you would have never shared nah, this. Nah. You know what I'm saying? And then you know it's like, D, you're probably one of the more transparent people we have. Yeah. You know, you speak about everything you spoke about, your fucking... Your booty? Yeah, everything. <laughs> about your colon. <laughs> sorry, yeah. sorry. Dude. Getting your bro. colon checked and everything, you yeah. know, like you, you, you've been open about your hemorrhoids and getting your ass fixed, oh. you know? It's dope shit, man. No, no, yeah. it's, I, and I appreciate both of you sharing your stories, uh, the medical stuff and the therapy shit, because it's... Me and him had a conversation this morning, I was like, wow, like, it took me back. I was like, whoa, that that quote, that quote, the being miserable is being safe. And it just made me realize, like, everything that I've ever done just to stay comfortable, it was not. I wasn't doing shit out of my comfort zone. I wasn't growing. Mm-hmm. And every time he would tell me, yo, work on this or work on that, I'd be like, ah, oh, got to, you know, figure it out. But it, it made me better at the end of the day. But that's yeah. why it's important that you fight and work for your happiness. Yeah, that too. Even in little things. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, little thing, like, what's, what's, a, what's a little thing that you, you, that you never do that makes you happy? Like for me, I love getting a massage or having a spa day. Mm -hmm. Why don't I do that for myself? Why don't I do that once a month? You know what I'm saying? Like, why don't I do these things? I love to hike. Why don't I fight to go? Why don't I work and try to make time to go hike? You know what I'm saying? Like you, like I don't know what you love to do, like playing basketball. Or like play, I love, I used to love playing basketball. So like, why don't you yeah. work to well, do that? You know what I'm saying? There's a reason why I don't go playing basketball because I'm scared I might break a bone or some shit. Or I just, mean, or twist the ankle. But fam, do that. But being fam, drunk could, walking down the stairs. But fam, you could just shoot around. You yeah, could do yeah. All, you could I, I miss gym. doing that. I do miss that. I so mean, then, like, work for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, those are the things that you should put an effort in, mm-hmm. and not just doing negative or like shit that's not good for you or your body. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, yeah. And it's just even yeah, just. Like, 
fight for your happiness because it's like otherwise you're just kind of being comfortable and miserable. Just waiting to die. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, basically. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like there's so many things to do in this life it's and in lot. this world. And it's like sometimes that people spend the most time just being alone and just like feeling sorry for themselves. Yeah. And, and like you say, miserable. And then they're on social media. They're looking at other people's amazing lives and it's all bullshit. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, they, why should I go out and do anything? My life's never going to be that amazing. Yeah. But it's like it, it's, it's, it can't even compare to shit. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like crazy. Yeah. So, like, hey, to our listeners, fight for your happiness. Go out yes. there and put some work f- to be happy. Yeah. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, very easy to be miserable and listen to us mm-hmm. while you're there in your bed. <laughs> Get out and nothing. do something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, go out there and do and work and work and fight for your happiness, bro. Yeah. Do yeah. all that shit. All the things that make you happy. Why aren't you doing that every week or every month or whenever? Mm-hmm. Go out and do it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, on that note. No, no. Are we are we done? We done. We are we finished or we done? Are we finished? A positive note to end on. Yeah, yeah. it's good. Um, D, you've been quiet. You okay? No, I'm absorbing. I'm are absorbing, you? man. It was a good conversation. Are you like falling asleep and shit. No, no, no. I was absorbing because I I I've been going through that too. Like I love being physical and like working out and doing like riding bikes. And I've been really taking the last few months, really since my birthday, to do that more. And I feel great. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So. That's something that I've been implementing in my day, even though my days where I'm just dead tired and I don't feel like doing anything, I'll still get up and just go work out or go go ride a mile on the bike or do something physical, right? So, I, I and I I feel better spiritually, mentally, and physically all because of that. And that, that's just the beginning. Like, there's so many areas of my life I could be working on. So, to hear I, everybody I, talk about it, it's good, man. Really quick before we end this, let's go around and let's choose one thing that makes us happy that we haven't done in years or decades that we're going to start doing and we're going to check in and on that shit and see how much we're putting in effort and doing yeah. Okay. What you want to start? What, you want to start? No, what have we already started? Does that count? I'll see. Let me, I'll judge. And if I, if I don't okay. like it, I'll have you pick something else. Okay. But, all right. So you want to start? I, I'll start just because, well, recently in the past, what is it? Five months or so, I actually settled down and got a girlfriend. Nice. So I've been putting more effort into being in a relationship and taking time off and spending time with her and stuff like that. So that was because I was just miserable being alone. And I was like, oh, what if I have a girlfriend? I could do this. I could do that. But now that I got somebody, I'm putting more effort into that, even taking time off. And you know that. Yeah. So that's my. That's, that's beautiful. But it's not. But which, it doesn't count. It has to uh, be for you and your happiness. Almost like a selfishness. That makes you happy. Okay. Not someone who makes you happy. You making yourself happy doing something for yourself. Okay. And you fighting for it. What's something that you miss? Could be playing catch, going oh, to the batting it's, cage. It's, it's very simple. Going to the batting cage. It's boxing. Boxing. I got to get nice. back on my boxing shit. I love that. Love that. I got to get back because that was a lot of my happiness. Everybody knows that. Can we get it? Can you, can you get back into it? I ha- I'm going to have to because it may. I'm, if, I, if we check in in a few weeks and you're not doing it. Who's who's to blame? Myself. All right. So yeah. Well, let's boxing. be let's be positive. If we check in in a month, we should put. Why a, are you delaying your happiness another month? We should fifty bucks a month if you don't. No, no, no. I don't want there to be a negative connotation. No, I want you to uh, see it like why are you denying yourself happiness? Mm-hmm. True. Right. Yeah. So why are you going to delay your happiness another month? That's true. So you, it's going to be boxing. It has to be boxing. D, that, what are you going to do? Happy- What's something you haven't been done and you want to work for? Swimming. Swimming. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that was no, kind of so like, cool. 
I grew up, like, I spent my summers, most of my summers in the islands. So, like, me and my grandparents, we would just be in the oceans all day. And then my grandparents had a pool, so I would swim every day. Like, I used to love it. That was, like, my favorite thing to do was just be in this. I could, like, you'd be surprised. I could do all kind of crazy flips off diving boards, like, all kind of shit. Mm -hmm. And then when my grandfather passed, it was, like, kind of like a a reminder. So I kind of, like, was afraid to swim. And I just didn't want to do it. It, like, made me sad. And lately I've just been craving swimming. Like lately, I've been wanting to swim. Like, like a part of me misses it, and a part of me misses him, and it's like for a way for me to connect. So, like, I just want to swim. Like, I have this urge to swim, mm-hmm. and so like I've really been just, where can I swim? So I've been looking at. I have a gym in my community, so I'm gonna probably utilize that. And then whenever I go home, I'll go swimming. But like, I just, I miss it, man. Like, and it's a great workout too. So yeah, swimming, man. That's for me. I like that's it. Thing. I love yeah. it. That's a great one. Never. Uh, I said mine's already basketball. Like, when I was a kid, I used to play basketball every fucking day. Even, like, going into high school. I, I tried out for the basketball team in high school. I didn't make it, so that kind of incur- discouraged me from playing. But I still played it around the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I played, like, different for different leagues, like, um, after high school. Like, business, the um, New York Business League. My mm-hmm. boy used to work on Wall Street. So I was playing back then. And But then, recently, when I moved to Vegas, well, like, 15, whatever years ago, or 17 years ago, yeah, I stopped playing ball. You know, and, and I, go ahead. Sorry. And I play once. I might, I might do a game here and there once in a while, but I was, I'm not as consistent as I was growing up. But guy, what you gonna say? No, no. Go ahead, finish. So yeah, so now I'm like, I'm just like, damn, this is like something I used to really love doing, playing basketball. So I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna start trying play just basketball again. Yeah, do it. Like next just week, just like shoot just, around, or whatever. Just, just look into it. Let's mm-hmm. do that. So like, we're all gonna try to do. This. What is yours? So what, what you gonna do? I, I, I mean, I think I'm just gonna do a lot of shit. You know. Mm-hmm. Like there's a, I want to hike more, mm-hmm. you know, and I've and I've been talking about going to San Diego and L.A., mm-hmm. and I've been going to San Diego a lot more, spending more time there, like enjoying just even the weather and just mm-hmm. like, just every just like going on hikes and shit, and just just I'm just gonna be more adamant about doing stuff for myself, like even to like yo I want a spa day or I want a massage I'm gonna go do it, and sometimes I just feel this guilt to like pamper myself or like. Like you didn't earn it? Yeah, like I don't know. There's, I mean, there's these things like so it's you know, a lot more things that needs to be done. So you're not. Yeah, it's like it's, I feel like sometimes like you're not just, focusing on you. I just think we we we're overly concerned on work and making yeah. money and all of these things, and then like yeah, yeah. health and happiness is like secondary. Yeah. But now I'm like trying to put it first. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like, I just want to like you know just like be happy, like do these things that make me happy. So I'm not like I'm, I'm overworking myself, mm. and then I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna go out, and I'm just gonna like relieve all the stress by like I'm maybe go out and drink and drink or like you know <laughs> what I'm saying like. Yeah. And these are like negative habits that I don't I don't want to get out of. It's nothing wrong with it once in a while, but no. if that's what you need to do to make you happy, it's no. Not, but like I would, be it's happier, not a good thing. Yeah. I would be happier. But it's projecting like, is yeah. happiness. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I would be happier like you know. Learning meditation or learning bike. yoga or riding my bike or hiking or doing something else than like going out yeah. and like just like, you know, seeing, just being yeah. around all these degenerates. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's nothing different. It's not getting nothing, anything out of it. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I mean, I think this is dope. I think let's check in on each other and yeah. let's yeah. do let's do all this together. Let's Let's maybe keep adding more good habits and shit and shit that makes us happy like as we go, as we go on through the year. 
You know, wow, this was little by little. This was so beautiful. Yeah. You know Let's do it. It's very touching. One of my favorite podcasts. I can't even lie. Yeah, everyone's I'm gonna. Everyone's I must gonna be tear like, it up. Y'all motherfuckers got soft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still. <laughs> y'all were better off when y'all clowning <laughs> never for <laughs> surgery. <laughs> All right, y'all. Peace. Peace. All right, y'all. Thanks for tuning into the Road Podcast. Don't forget, every Wednesday we have new episodes on all major streaming platforms, and every Thursday the video versions go up on our YouTube page. Please subscribe to our channel, YouTube.com/RoadPodcast, and to find exclusive clips of the pod, please visit YouTube.com/DJCity. And we'll see you next Wednesday.